Have you made an honest review? Jump onto fifthwrist.com and read real takes by real owners about their watches. And of course, get involved and write about what's on your wrist. Fifthwrist.com is your independent space to talk watches. Hello, welcome back to um, the Robin the Regulator show on Fifth Wrist Radio. We've got... <laughs> These clowns just keep laughing. I can't get through it. It's, uh, we've got um, myself, Rob. We've got the watch regulator cackling away there. Yeah, and we've got Michael Woods again from um, Woods Watchmaking. How are you, gents? Good. Good. What do you good. think about we have a, a separate spin-off show called Two and a Half Watchmakers? Because I really like that when you called us Two and a Half <laughs> Watchmakers before. I meant to say that this time. Sorry, I didn't say it. Yeah. Um, and also, yeah, it doesn't okay. count doing the um, the silence for five seconds if you count to five. Well, I counted. You know why I was counting? Uh, because you were laughing and talking anyway. So I thought, oh, I must just join in. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, by the way, what I want to mention, that, that I really love our little guitar, that intro. That that little, not a riff, but whatever it is, it's brilliant. Who thought, who, who came up with that again? Are you still drinking? Sorry. I'm choking on wine. <laughs> Donald. Oh, Donald, that was his thing. Yeah, yeah. It's such a classic, just short, you know, it's to, it's, it's it's brilliant. Perfect. It's great. Tell him it's Who brilliant. came up with that again, sorry? Donald, he works at um, Front Counter at Daniel Wellington. Oh. Really passionate guy. He's going he's gonna to come on um, soon, actually, when we can uh, properly arrange it. But, yeah, he's a great guy, super passionate. Yeah. I know come on, Donald, can, get your act together. <laughs> no, it's great. It's good. Good stuff. I want to just mention that I hadn't mentioned it before, but I, every time I listen to it, I really enjoy it. Anyway, I wrecked it that time because I was talking and counting, but that's okay. Yeah. That's okay. Good. 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 It's really great to be back reunited as the kind of three three amigos, two and a half amigos. Two and a half watchmakers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we're, good. we're a good combo. I think we should I have a spin-off show. We could just, I, like, I mean, I'm all for spin-offs. Um, the more the bent merrier. Okay. Right. Okay, good. Um, well, moving right along, what are we drinking? Should we start off with what we're drinking? Yeah, go on. You got, you got, what have you got a pint of, Alex? Me? Yeah. Um, well, how many I other Alex? <laughs> I hadn't heard you say Alex yet, and I was already saying who, me. Oh. <laughs> so I have a pint of, which I've just topped up, Stony Fell Cabernet Sauvignon. Cab Sam. However, a return to form for the watch regulator. And sometimes second. you just want to have a drink with friends and, and relax. <laughs> and for those times, there's probably nothing better than an ice cold, amazing Waka Changi. Are you serious? Quite nice beer. You got Waka Changi? And I bought <laughs> some Waka Changi because I, I want to be buds with you. You're only so one of the cool kids. Bought, yeah. yeah. So I've got a Waka Changi, which I'm about to open as well. I'm impressed. Double, double parked. Brilliant. Brilliant. Well, you know what? If oh, I wasn't, I'll have to get some of that. Yeah, you, you need to get some. I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I um, I I got a I sent a I sent a text to Mr. Waka Changi, uh, well a message and said you know or just like another shout out to you you know and said yeah good thanks great um make sure you get some snacker Changis the new snacks they're coming out with potato chips made by the same guys, um, out of free That's range potatoes. That's what he said. That's what he told me. Yeah. <laughs> Free arrangement. I yeah. love the back of the, the bottle. 
and it says Wakichangi was voted the beer with the best indoor outdoor flow at the 2018 Wakichangi Beer and Furniture Awards. Yep. Our brewer Colin says this could be a winner at the International Beer Awards next year. Exactly, that's the best I can do. Like this could be a winner. Yeah. <laughs> and it actually tastes pretty good. It tastes good. It's good. Yeah, I would get that again. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I keep getting. It. I've bought about three cases at the moment. Um, did you have you, you heard? No, I was just going to. I was going to say, have you heard? Okay, you go. No, I'll go. <laughs> well, we're on Wakachengi, the subject. Um, did you see my other? I think I did. I post on a story or something. The little um, the VIP access all areas yep. pass on their on their cart. That's brilliant. That's um. Yeah, anyway. I like that. Um, um, okay, now what were you going to say? No, I was going to say uh, I, I was listening to the latest podcast from Independent Thinking with Roman and Michael. Right. And on it, Michael's drinking some of the alcohol he swore uh, yeah. he wasn't going to drink oh, until no. they buckled and sent him free booze. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> no. I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't listen no, to that I yet. Completely, yeah. I completely forgot about what I'd said. Previously. Yeah, I don't remember in the 50th yeah. episode, he's like, well, if I drink it, then oh, there's, yes. no, there's yes. nothing yeah. making them give us free booze. And then, yeah, yeah he's, I'm, I'm oh, back in the Jamesons. I was really just <laughs> shit. I was always going to drink it. <laughs> oh, that's the one with yeah, Christian, Christian Lass. Yeah, I haven't listened yeah, to it. Yeah, yeah. You, you haven't listened to it yet? No, yeah. I haven't had time. I've been um, flat out all day, I've been away all day. Well, it just got released today, I suppose. So, um, yeah, I, I really enjoyed that. That was fantastic. Yeah, first minute repeater on the on the podcast. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Actually yeah. dinging away. Yeah. Brilliant. Yep. yep. Yeah, okay. Good, good, good. And Michael, you said you were going to make one soon, didn't you? Well, soon. It's, it's a plan <laughs> to make one. Uh, when I finish the chronograph, yeah. I may consider starting it then. But um, yeah, I'm sort of keen. I'm keen to do that. But I, I, I don't want to have too many projects going at once. So I'll just, I'll wanna, yeah. yeah. Focus on the focus, podcast. Yeah. yeah. Focus on the podcast. Yeah. Focus on the important <laughs> things. Forget watchmaking. You need to focus fully on the podcast. Yeah. Well, I've even I've even stopped. I've even put a put aside the chronograph for a while just because I've got enough service work to keep me. It's building up, so I've got to get through it. So yeah. That's good though. Anyway. Good in this day and age to have too much work. It's yeah. Better to have too much. Than yeah. I'm trying to I'm trying to source a um a tourbillon movement for somebody from Vorsche. If you want a tourbillon, they're about Ooh. three or, three he, or four he, or five grand. Well, I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask them. Probably more, but I don't know. Depending on the price. Sometimes it's difficult to get like a one-off. Yeah, that's a thing. Yeah. You have to buy a minimum quantity, but um, exactly. Yeah, I'm I, I would try and, definitely consider getting one of those. I'm trying to pull some strings. I'm trying to pull some strings. If if, if Christoph's listening, he's a good mate. Actually, he's probably not because he's listening to the French stuff. Um, he's my <laughs> he's the head watchmaker at Vaucher. Um, and he's a good mate, basically. So I'm gonna. Yeah, I anyway, would, I would certainly be interested in getting one of those. Okay, I'll yeah. put that on my list. Yep. What about what are you what are you drinking? <laughs> I've got a, I've got a red, Bruno, I think it is, same as last time I drank red, yeah, not whiskey tonight. Not whiskey, no, I've, let, I've gone off the whiskey for a little bit too, I've got, um, I've got a bit of a cold, and a bit of a, so I've sort of gone off most alcohol, but um, I did crack, well actually I finished off a bottle of white in the fridge, which is a Pinot Grigio upside down from South Australia somewhere, but it's, um, it's pretty good, it's a good little drop, nice and chilled. I mean, whiskey's good for a cold. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, you should be... Flowing through the whiskey. Yeah, I'm going to get on it after. It's okay. Yeah, another thing you do is you, you boil some water and pour that into the whiskey, and um, that that really helps with the cold. Hot toddy. Have you, yeah, have you tried that before? I have actually. Yeah, yeah. So they give it to you all the anytime you've get 
any sickness in Scotland, that's what they always <laughs> they always give you, regardless of your age. Have a hot whiskey and honey, and and you, and you feel it. You feel it like the the honey that bl- it blows out your nose pretty much when you take a sip. Sorry about that noise before. I, I just realised I was playing with my life. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you said it wrong. It was in front of me. <laughs> oh, that makes me. That you tell the listeners now what the hell you're talking about. Well, yeah, I've got the Turn microphone on. set up at the live at the live band. Give them a blast. Give them a demo. Playing around. All right, I'll turn it on. Six thousand revs. Faster, faster. <laughs> I was playing with a lathe the week last last week. Um, yeah. That's kind of strange because before we get onto what we're wearing, I've got a little a drawing in front of me of a, of a, of a um, an axis, okay, an axis for a for, for a wheel that we had to make as an exercise at AP right back at the start when we did pivotage, making pivots. Um, for about four months, we just laid the little axes, and we started off with a one mil bar. Um, and then hardened it and, and and tempered it basically, and then machined it down basically little steps both ends to to a to a 0.6 mil cylinder and then to a 0.15 mil. And that was all by hand, obviously. You know what it's like. You know, you've done it before, Michael. The little on the little lay, the little and the, and the little tour pivote, just the you know little mm-hmm. pivoting lay, lay the way you just do it with a little bow and stuff. No, I haven't. I haven't used. Yeah, I haven't used that. Oh, yeah. no. oh, okay. There you go. I'll run up on Michael. Beauty. <laughs> but it's a, sometimes I think you just bring up all this shit so you get one up on everybody. Well, no, no, I was showing some. You did that for like four months, did you? Yeah, roughly three or four months. Yeah, just just That's people good practice. Yeah. yeah, it's great practice. You could make pretty much anything, and then yeah, but, but but polishing those ends, there's a there's a little like end of it which is 0.3 mil long and 0.15 mil wide, like diameter, and then that had to be polished basically. Um, you know, with with a, with a I don't know what all the things are. In, <laughs> in English, um, but polished to to a perfect, perfect round, you know, round end, um, as if it was like a balance wheel pivot, basically. So it was kind of yeah, it's cool, it's cool fun. The whole thing's only seven mil long, and like one mil is the fattest part. Um, and I showed some guys on Wednesday night when we were a bunch of guys mucking around making stuff, and um, they're looking, oh yeah, that looks pretty easy. Then they realise what the what the what the actual dimensions were and the tolerances, you know, twenty five microns, and this is all doing it by hand. It's just nuts. Anyway. That's um. It just happens to be sitting right here in front of me when you were crank, cranked your lathe on. Yeah, that's something that um, watchmaking education is lacking a lot these days. Is um. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Like what the fuck are they talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I say yes. Yeah. Slightly. Like, what? They, what? Yeah. It, it, it really should be what what watchmaking education starts off with. Yeah, exactly. After the file. Just, just, just <laughs> yeah. filing and make turning parts, turning metal, basically. Yeah, cutting metal. Uh, it's just a, it's a, it's a real cool, it's a basic drawing, but it looks, it's cool when you look at all the dimensions. I'll shoot you a copy because it's one of those things that people look at and go, what the? Yeah, yeah, that's cool. You should frame it. I frame it, yeah. I might put it up on my wall here. Yes. Ooh, okay. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Next to the Waka Changi poster. Next to the Waka Changi poster <laughs> when I get it. Yeah. We are an authorized dealer of wakachangi and snakachangi. It, it sounded like by the um, by what you were drinking, Alex. When you when you announced what you were having, it sounded like an ad. It wasn't. Yeah, well, that's what I was trying to do. Ah, he's trying okay. to get his case. I've, I've had the cases delivered yeah. to me, but he hasn't got any yet, so he's feeling a bit left out. That's what I love about these shows. It's just so raw and genuine. Like we get on here, there's no raw. There's anyway. no set. You know, I mean, unless we have a guest on, we've got some. Questions we want to ask. Really? But generally, no, well, even with Christian Lass, I went in there just thinking, I just want to talk to him about his time at 
the Czech Fleet Museum, just restoration. That was it. I didn't really have any other questions. So, yeah, I, I like how we just go in and, and wing it, basically. Go hard, go home. Makes it. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. what I think it should be like. Although I was reading a review of uh, another podcast and the person who was doing the review, who I think was probably the same person that records the podcast, <laughs> said that the um, they obviously put a lot of work into it and they didn't just turn up on the day and wing it. And I felt personally attacked by that because I was like, that definitely sounds... Different market. Like Different what market. we do. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, it's all good. Uh, yeah. Oh, hang on. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, what I'm drinking? Yeah. Uh, I thought. Well, what do you wear? What are we wearing? Okay. Wearing gents. Yeah, I got a. I got the Tudor Black Bay, um, Burgundy Bezel from 2012. Yeah. Okay. Who said that was boring? Not me. I'm not saying it's boring. But someone. Someone made that comment. Someone did, didn't they? It's not JP. My JP. JP again. Was it? Yeah. Okay. Maybe I don't it know, was it. Was it? I, that's what somebody said the last time when we did the 50th. Yeah, no, I think it was then because then I had GP. one or afterwards, and yeah, no, actually that was I had that one on. It's like you're not going to be happy until until you get to the bottom of who said that was boring. Exactly. Although JP had a he had JP had a black bay, the two tone one. Did he? Yeah, I can't so, remember. Yeah, you know I can't remember more than back further than about two hours ago. What are you wearing? Um, what are you wearing anyway, Alex? I'm wearing still the same one we had on. I had on. Um, on Saturday, God, I, don't, I have no idea what day it is. On Saturday, the the any car that good, my good friend Stuart watched Brosifus sent to me in the post all the way from Kentucky, I believe. So I'm still wearing that. Love it. It's great. Still keep an excellent time as well. How old is that watch? I don't did, know. did I ask you that already? I asked you probably already. Sixties. I I think you might have, but I haven't. Yeah, I need to do more of an investigation on it. It's beautiful. It's really great size. So thanks again, Stuart. Good on you, Stuart. Any car made some good watches. Yeah, they still. They're still I really like yeah. their super, super compressors that they did. Really kind of unique, cool dials that they did for those. Yeah, they did loads of cool stuff. Yeah, no, they did. They did. I came across one once. I think I think I might have even had one at one point, but it's gone now. I must have done it in a trade or something. But I didn't know what they were. Probably. Um, oh, well, I'm wearing a Squale. There you go. Something exciting. A Squale, basically a sub, sub um, homage, or whatever you call them. 40 mil so squealy matic what's the one no 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 not the big that's a big one that's the big 600 meter one this is just this little basic looks like a sub it's a little blue blue bezel blue dial sunburst dial um sort of royal blue color kind of cool little watch i was i've got it for, but i'm gonna um <clears throat> excuse me i think i'm gonna have to keep it <laughs> i've just been wearing it and i've got this few scratch on the back and when i when i got it and it was a demo or something and i was going to sell it as a demo but the more I think about it, more I think I'll just keep it, basically. Um, but yeah, 1545 Squail. For those who don't know, I sell Squail. <laughs> if it's not on my website, I can get it for you. Okay, the next. What's wrong with Michael hasn't actually mentioned your straps yet. Not yet. <laughs> He's oh, well off. No, well, well, I'm a black Thank God. That's beautiful. why Rob had to just promote his own shit yeah. there. I've got the beautiful brown. What is it, uh, Rob? It's a brown. Oh, Brown, the brown, flat brown, the padded, the padded one, the padded with them with the stitch, stitch around the outside. Is it padded or not? Just no, flat? it's got um, it's got the, it's got like the basic stitch right up near the uh, the end. Right, okay. Raw on the edges or or, or sealed? Raw, raw on the edges. Oh yeah. yeah, nice. Yeah, it's a one twenty yeah. or two twenty or something. One one twenty one twenty two. Great straps. Goes, just kiss goes well next. Anyway, Alex doesn't like his top Well, the thing was, I was speaking to Anthony earlier on for a couple of hours. And we're kind of both going over how no, 
how important it was to to maintain the integrity of the site and how you oh. can have advertising. And then and stuff I come like home that. and do my own ads. Oh dear. I was, no, well, what I said was it's it's such uh, a kind of incompetent level of exactly. promotion that yeah. you do, and the fact that I occasionally throw in the that your straps are ten percent asbestos that it kind of <laughs> I doubt you get much business <laughs> from it. Oh, you can let it slide. <laughs> right. Okay. Who was that? Oh, glass exploded. Nothing. A glass exploded. It was interesting. Lucky the one with full of water, not the one full of wine. It's okay. I'm gonna take all these glasses. Exploded. Back. Yeah, just 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 broke. And it's the second time it's happened. <laughs> anyway, carry on. <laughs> um, Universe is telling you to stop recording podcasts or yeah. to stop promoting your straps. That's what it is a strap. I went wrong. I with think the Geneva Blue straps are just part of our podcast now. It's like, no, it, it's we can't do it, Michael. No, no, no. What the deal was? Rob comes on the podcast, and then eventually, some people might go to his website or something and accidentally order a strap. But there was no, <laughs> there was to be no brand promotion. Like their finger drifts over the the button and just taps it accidentally. That's why when you and Roman go on about them all the time, ah, oh God, it's like having kids. Honestly, this podcast. Sorry. Yeah. Well. Okay. Don't. Then. No. No more. Okay. Oh, jeez. Floating in water. So, what, so, Alex, what did you think? What did you think? Uh, Rob's cleaning up, obviously. So, Alex. Yeah. Just let me clean up here. You, you just waffle on there, okay? <laughs> what did What do you think about the Christian lens? <laughs> well, I'm only I'm only halfway into it, but it's oh yeah, really very very interesting stuff. Again, it's everyone's so different that we speak to. Like, yep. there's no in the watch industry. I guess it's like life. There's not normally two people that are that are alike, and everyone has their own really unique story. And that guy's story is like super unique. The whole Patek thing and the Vianney Halter stuff. It's just just super. Yeah. I mean, just it, to think that we actually get these people on the podcast is just it's it's crazy. It's so exciting to be able to have access to this. Not even. Like I wasn't on that podcast, but just to be able to listen to that person's story. Did he work with Vianney Halter? Yeah, yep, he worked with Vianney Halter, and um, and it's funny because I, we knew Roman. I knew we were going to talk to him, and like mm-hmm. two nights before, I was on the phone. I was on a video call with Henry Corpella at his school and my teacher, my WhatsApp teacher, and I mentioned that I was going to be talking to Christian, and Henry just said, "Oh, just say hi, hi to Christian." Um, I'm still using his profile projector. It's fantastic. I use it all the time. And so, and then, and then we started talking about Henrik and, and Kai, his brother, and how, you know, talking about the apartment they used to have. They used to build watches in their apartment. And they basically they had, I think it was like a kitchen area that was set up for polishing and, and cleaning and whatever. And they had, one weekend I stayed there, I slept under Henrik's watchmaking bench. But yeah, it was just, it's just funny to know, to, to, to talk to someone and they're connected, you know. Connected to a friend, so it is a, such a small world, the the watchmaking world, which is why I always try and like. I mean, just even the industry is pretty small. Everyone's kind of moved around. If if you're going to stay in in the industry, like yeah, you end up moving from one place to the next, which is why it's so stupid that I always try and piss everybody off <laughs> because <laughs> <laughs> just repeatedly shoot myself in the foot. But um, yeah, it's, it's a small world, and it's great when. I hear about, yeah, especially we've had some watch watchmakers contact us recently and they say it's great to hear people I know that are on the show or people yeah. who know people that I know. So it is a super small world we live in. It's great to be a part of that. 
Yeah, and I think I think it's cool just to have um, continue to have like varied guests. Like you have people in the media, and you have watchmakers occasionally. I think it's just interesting to hear different people's stories and how they how they got into the industry. Yeah, so I think there's going to be um, plenty more guests coming up and interesting stories. So. Well, Anthony's already worried that we're going to run out of guests soon but you can never really especially if you're focused on the enthusiasts you can never really run out of them because there's so many watch enthusiasts and they've all got their own interesting little stories to to share about how they got into it and what they collect and what they're passionate about so that's just like a never-ending thing plus you can just keep bringing them on second and third yeah Yeah. (laughs) just like me back again michael (laughs) just keep repeating anyway so uh yeah it's birthday week back here We've got um, had my brother's birthday last night. Drank plenty of whiskey, had plenty of cake. Yeah. And then my sister's birthday is coming up midweek, and then my mum's birthday is next weekend. So it's like three three birthdays within a week. Do you all buy each other watches? No. No. <laughs> Why not? That's why uh, I always buy everyone watches. Everyone gets a swatch watch. No, you don't do that. No. 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 We give each other. Food. Pretty boring gifts. Actually, I, I give boring gifts. I'm I'm really bad at giving gifts. I, I just I, I give a voucher. My brother and sister are fairly um fairly creative with the gifts that I a I voucher. Just, I just give shit. vouchers. Yep. Voucher for like restaurants or bookshops or you 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 made you, you did that speedmaster for your brother. That's pretty. That's a pretty good gift. Well, that was ooh, that was years and years ago. I know, I but you did. That's like one gift like that is a pretty a fucking amazing gift. I don't oh, you charged him for it. No, <laughs> like I, I made quite a good profit on I, that deal. Look, it's it's so far back that I can't recall how it happened. I think he purchased all the components, the, the movement and then the <laughs> new casing components, and I went ahead and said, "All right, I'll I know this movement pretty well. I'll restore it for you and put it all together." So I don't think it was a gift. Oh, okay. <laughs> here's a present. Here's the bill. Back then, yeah. it would have been great, <laughs> wouldn't it? Anyway, yeah, that would be a good one. You back, Rob? I'm I'm kind of back. Yeah, I'm, I'm back. I'm I'm mopped up. It's all good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> sorry about that. How's, how's, your um, week, how's your long weekend, Rob? My long weekend. I didn't have a long weekend. I had a long weekend here last weekend. We had a normal weekend here. Yeah, we were ahead of you guys for once. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, we and we didn't do much because we all had colds. Both guys. I got kind of sort of. My daughter had a day off school on Friday, and then I sort of had to sort of look after her, and then I got it, and then the son's got it now, and we're all just moping around. But um. Today, funnily enough, I, it's one of those days where I went and um, gave a gave a guy a hand. He's got a little like a, a dodgy, I mean, a little watch uh, like kiosk type shop, you know, batteries, batteries and straps type thing. And he had an old guy working for him, and he was due for retirement. And when COVID come up, he retired early, basically. So all of a sudden, this guy was desperate for. <laughs> he had no one to do, you know, to work at the shop. Hey, there's a girl that works there, so I said, I'll give you a hand, you know, just to. Just, every, just until you get find someone else. It's not just for a fill-in type thing. And my goodness, I, had, I did a day today. I've done, I did six hours or whatever. But it just, it just reminded me again of the the monotony of uh, batteries, basically. <laughs> I felt like Alex. Like I, I, I just, Welcome, I just, yeah. Welcome to the horrors of my life. Yeah, I can feel my brain shrinking. <laughs> it was amazing. It's the longer I sat there, just thinking, oh, here we go. Another battery. Yes, yeah, so I did about 25 mm-hmm. batteries today. But I mean, this is this is definitely not a long term thing. It's just a little like a, just doing a favor for somebody, really. But I can just charge it. You know, I just that, I can invoice him through my company, and it's all you know that he doesn't have to worry about getting an employee, basically, even casually. So it's kind of just easy for everybody. So talk, talk me through a battery exchange then. Oh my how goodness. you do it? 
I don't want to. Uh, it's serious. I don't know. I don't think I'll ever go back. Really, it's one of those things. It's but it's it. And then, this, um, I think I've been there. The place in Perth is it in like a little arcade place. No, not, not in the city. Not even in the city. It's in a shopping center. It's even worse. Yeah. Um, oh, believe me, it's 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 the Bronx. It's, it's out there. You know, it's one of those things. It's sort but of. But that's like, amazing because that's when you, when I see those little booth places, I'm always like, oh god, who's in there fucking shit up? ruining people's watches but in this instance it's an ap trained watchmaker can you imagine yeah no i had a, a, a french lady in today and she was waffling on her and she she's picked really bad english and i said i just speak french <laughs> and um she always only popped out of the head and she's <laughs> where did you come from we had old we had old ron here before one of the old guy you know and where's he gone he's like, he retired and i i'm here i so where'd you come from well i come from switzerland i did watch speaking <laughs> yeah uh, she couldn't believe it so i've got, got a few brownie points there it's almost like a kind of a, a kind of prank thing. Like yeah, hidden camera, get, like a battery exchange, and then like FP Jorn's there. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't really class myself the same as FP Jorn, but yeah, that sort of thing. And the girl I work, the girl that works there, casually. Um, I mean, like, she, she works there. She's she's been there six years. She, she's like she does the, the admin stuff and all the. Anyway, um, she started she started to ask me about Switzerland and stuff and different things, and I just pulled up a few pictures of Richard Mills and said, "Oh yeah, he used to sell these things." <laughs> People don't believe me, you know, because I can't say the prices first because they just, they just, their eyes roll up in the back of their heads and then they sort of just don't believe you. Yeah, you just, they're just like, this guy's just talking shit. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's just guaranteed. Talking. Yeah, exactly. So it's well, yeah, I don't believe it. He's talking so much. He's oh, just neither. Shit. Like, just waffling on. And that's what goes on to the next I'm subject. Talking what about Waka Changi. <laughs> exactly. What I thought we could talk about, though, is different experiences in shops and with different clients, difficult clients, good customers, uh, good experiences, bad experiences. You know, we've all been there. I'm sure even Michael yeah. has. You know, with the with the with the great clients. Michael or... doesn't like to talk about negative stuff, though, does he? No, no. I just... <laughs> okay, good, good, good experience and good stuff. What have you done? Good for clients. I mean, you know, there's been some. Anyway, that's I mean... something that sort of went through my head. Um, very quickly it's really testing my memory there's nothing to stand out so you guys might have nothing good one, I, had okay. some, I had some great clients at, at rolex i had some shocking ones yeah good mix good mix mm -hmm. I mean, i'm going to give um, you a positive story if you want one yeah, for, yeah. from you or from, from michael yeah from me um yeah. i remember when i was working at front front counter which i don't normally so i was kind of covering for for somebody and a customer came in and he was speaking to the the people at front counter like the receptions people and i can't even remember what he was asking about it's not about the, the the bracelet was kind of wearing funny or it was the pins were loosening up and somebody asked me to go out and i went out and i felt like such an absolute legend going out there with because i love speaking to customers and i love getting my passion across to the to the customers and we're we're not really allowed to go they don't want <laughs> us to go out and speak to the customers we're like okay you're the you're the cave people stay in your cave just be behind the glass don't so i went out and spoke to this guy and i was telling him a bit about how to you don't want the bracelet too too loose because you can have much more movement in it it's going to eat through the pins a lot quicker and he was there with his partner and he was he was like yeah i said to my I said to my wife yesterday that that might be the case and it's great to have someone of your level of experience confirming that to me <laughs> i told i told you i was right i told you it should be tighter you saying but it was just yeah it was just really nice to have that like little interaction with someone and he was so happy to be speaking to it was grateful to be talking to a watchmaker. qualified what yeah well that's it 
and I always speak to customers in the lift, like ever I'm going in the lift, <laughs> up or down at work, if there's somebody there that's picked up their watch. They're going to ban um, you. I, I, yeah, they probably are. <laughs> I think it's called fire. But, oh, um, take the yeah, stairs, Alex, the, takes the stairs. <laughs> um, so there was a guy, there was an old guy, and he picked up his watch. I think he had a Longine. And I was like, oh, you got, got your watch. What kind of watch is it? And he's like, oh, I opened, unzipped the little pouch. Got this lunch in here. I've had it for 50 years. Wow. I only had it serviced twice. But I thought it was important to um, get it. Like, I think it needed a service again. I had last had it serviced 15 years ago. And it was running fine. But I just thought it's probably good to have one last service of it. Because it wouldn't need another service in my lifetime. <laughs> serious? Yeah, but it was just, yeah. It was, he was so, I mean, it wasn't a super expensive watch but it, it, he'd had it for his entire not his entire life he'd had it for like half his life by the the sounds of things and for him this was like the absolute uh, kind of peak of of uh, yeah the highest level of swiss swiss watchmaking that he had this thing and it had it'd only been serviced twice it was just yeah, and, and, and it was proud to bring it back to the source and to get it done properly and, and to have the experts look at it and little do they know, you're at the back there, ping, strings going everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, oh, they've got to take care of my watch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, that's good. That's that's a nice, that's a nice story. <laughs> I mean, I these days I often, I mean, half of the watches I work on, there's some story behind it, which is nice, which is like a, it used to be my father's watch or, you know, I, I'm getting lots of those. I'm currently working on some old Rolex at the moment where there's always a story about it being, you know, it was worn by the father for so many years and the, the you know the, the son's trying to get information about where where it was and what services it had and so I'm, I'm always i'm always getting nice stories but nothing nothing really particular i can talk about so what about you rob no either no, no well no um yeah. <laughs> it's a great subject to bring up no one can actually say anything about it other other than me the one person that shouldn't say anything about it i have stories that were nice for me I mean, I'm not back to the customer, you know, because I got used to get to deliver watches here and there all over the place. You know, that was kind of a nice story. But when I thought nice story, that's more what I was thinking. Oh, yeah, I got to go and deliver this watch in Turkey because the guy was spending so much money. But that was one of the things with, with Richard Milley as well. You had the guys that were really not happy because they had scratches or something on their on their $200,000 watch. And I remember a guy um, bought a watch and there was a – he actually reserved – I think he'd paid a deposit or something, gone away. And there's a loose screw. Uh, from the um, out of the the, the rotor, the mass, um, and I had to whip the whip the back off to put it back in. And for some reason, when it, when I put the back back on, or I twisted the case or something, that was a, quite a delicate model, and um, it cracked the the, the inner dial, the, dial, <laughs> the sapphire dial. You know, just a little tiny one across the corner, just tiny, just kind of across the corner. You could hardly notice it. Yeah. But then, of course, I, so I had to tell the guy, "Well, sorry, I, I uh, actually this watch you bought, I have to send it back to the factory." Um, <laughs> So he wasn't really happy about that, um, but you know, <laughs> you get that. I mean, it's, it was only a hundred thousand dollars. It wasn't an expensive some, one. You could have some cool stories. Yeah, but it's hard to tell stories without just sort of blowing your trumpet because I mean, we just used to. When you're selling watches over that over that price, anything over a couple hundred thousand, you, you'll deliver it anywhere in the world. It's part of it, you know. You don't care. So, or, or the boss doesn't care. You know, you just book a flight and go uh, if the guy insists. So after a while, the guys, the younger guys that bought a few watches. And you got on well with, you'd basically tell them, "Look, I'll give you a bit of a bit of a bit more discount, but you got to insist that I take it, that I deliver it." I say, "Yeah, okay, yeah, good, yeah, we'll catch up and we'll have, have a beer when you when you come down to Auburn and we go out for dinner." 
So I did that a few times with Dubai uh, and a few different spots, basically. Um, yeah, because <laughs> you, I mean, sometimes I disc, discount up to, you know, you give them an $80,000 discount. So, you know, <laughs> they're saving a bit of money. It's, 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 it's like as if you, you know, you're selling an Omega and you give, you give them $200 off. It's the same deal, you know, same, same. You're selling a three or $400,000 watch. And I did that. I didn't remember exactly it was $80,000 for a watch I delivered to, uh, to London, but it was a, um, a Torbjörn, a Rafa Nadal, whatever, one. But yeah, it's kind of, uh, it's kind of sort of surreal. It's not really real. <laughs> it's, it's so far removed from, from, from my life. And I'd have to kind of go home in the evening and sort of step back and switch off and go, hang on, this is just, this is not real. Because you have these, um, what you call them HNWs and UHNW, the high net worth people and the ultra high net worth, basically talking about millionaires or billionaires. And we had a few of them, but yeah, you're delivering stuff to these, these people and it's, you see the whole other half, how the other half lives. It's quite interesting, basically. Yeah, how would you deliver the watch? Depends. Um, yeah. Would it be in a box or something like that? Like no, we'd use your hand carry your it. Well, yeah. it depends. I, I went. Just slap it on your wrist, just wear it there. I went to London a couple of times. Yeah, well, yeah. Um, we we I take security guy a lot. A couple of times I took a security guy. If it was a if it was a tourbillon worth over five hundred grand, you'd take a security guy with you just for a laugh. You know, he he didn't mind. It was just a day trip. Like you know, it's, it's not like I it's just picture Rob just walking through an airport in a suit and, uh, with a big guy next to him, and he's just like got sunglasses on, he's walking <laughs> along like he's like yeah. he's a celebrity. Yep. I got yeah, this huge, huge security guy in the back of his Vespa, just like. <laughs> Back wheel near buckling. There was once where I went to London and my our security guy from our store wanted to go and, and he was a good mate. He was, he was a cool guy. I said, yeah, I'll take you. We'll, we'll go. But then his boss pulled rank on him and said that he would go. So I got this prick coming with me instead of the mate, you know. So we get to London. We meet up with the, the customer and staff and I go up to his flat and the guy waits and uh, outside the room or he's in the hall or whatever and I'm chatting to the guy and I said, okay. He said, he said let's go to lunch. I said, yeah, perfect. Okay. Um, we're going to the awesomest Michelin restaurant just around the corner of this lunch restaurant in, in um, near Harrods or whatever, whatever it's called, Knightsbridge. And he said, what about the security guy? He said, no, no, don't worry. He'll, he'll, he'll go on. He's got something else to do. I sent him off. <laughs> and the guy was there listening, you know, I said, no, no. Because he didn't speak enough good enough English for, to really have, to get into the conversation. So I, so I sent him off. I said, you go off and have your freaking Mac, McDonald's um, and I'll go and have <laughs> and I had this brilliant lunch at one of uh, Hester Blumenthal's restaurants, Blumenthal, whatever his name is. Yeah, and then I met up with him afterwards, you know, a couple of hours later. So, hey, <laughs> so that'll teach him to come when he wasn't supposed to come. If I'd made, talked to my mate, he would have got an awesome five-star lunch, but he didn't. Anyway. But um, that was what we'd usually do, and that was the guy paid paid tax. Um, sometimes, <laughs> this is, you know, I shouldn't be probably. Anyway, I you, de- the, you declare it or you... Um, <laughs> you you declare it, or you'd ex, you'd tax off out of. So you'd pick it up. Our customs handler would do it at Geneva Airport. We'd send it out there, which is only you know ten minutes away from the shop, um, and they would detax it, or you know do, do all the paperwork. Basically, heaps of paperwork for for, for customs, especially when it's high high end pieces. And once I had to take um, three pieces, deliver them down to Istanbul in Turkey. One of which was a ladies' piece, a fully diamond set for this guy's wife. Um, two for him, a shipping magnet or something. Anyway, um, we. So I rang my wife and said, look, we've got to go to Istanbul um, tomorrow. And she's what? <laughs> I said, yeah, look, find somewhere for the kids. If you can do it, we'll, we'll go tomorrow morning, basically. So, um, and this was like in the evening, you know, it was, just, it was less than 24 hours away. And she said, okay. So she rang the neighbor or whatever. She got the kids farmed out. They were, they were quite young, probably you know, two and five, whatever, three. So yeah, we, the next day we jumped on a plane. We, we, we picked the watches up in the airport, like airside, like just the other side of, you know, control this customs guy there. And I wore two of them 
and she wore one. And you have long sleeves and stuff, and you just go through as if you've got nothing. With couple, couples, it's much easier because they don't worry you hassle you as much. Anyway, we arrive in Istanbul, rock straight through to the in the airport, and the guys, goons, meet us airside. You know, they, they, they're like, they don't even wait about the customs. They've got that sorted. So they meet us airside, escort us straight through into the limo and into into town. But we didn't even see the passport dudes. I mean, we, we did. They, 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 we went through the fast lane, they stamped our things and off we went. No questions, though, you know, and we got these watches. So then we got them out in the limo. Um, and put them in little travel boxes that we had, you know, give me a bit of a polish, get our smudgy fingerprints off them and presented them to him at his when we arrived at his place. And then he said, oh, cool, stay here the night. We've got a, well, this is my hotel anyway. It's a five-star hotel in Middle East Temple, up the top. Um, and he took us out for dinner with a whole bunch of his mates and we had a good laugh. And then we, because my wife hadn't been distant. Well, I'd been there a fair, fair bit for work previously, probably five or six times. So I kind of knew my way around and we'd, we did spent the next morning uh, sightseeing and going to the Blue Mosque and a few things and doing all the Turkey stuff and then jumped on a plane back. So that's kind of, okay, it's not every day and it's not even every week, but it's that sort of thing where the guy had already bought a few watches off me. Um, I said, no problem. We can, you know, I can deliver. I just have to get, had to get order one of the watches in. It was probably $400,000 worth of watches, I guess, for three watches. So it was kind of worth it. You know, we didn't pay, he didn't pay tax going into the country, his country. He got the tax back going out, plus got a little discount, whatever I gave him off for the three watches. And then about six months later, he rings me up and says, oh, one of those watches was stolen in Nice. So I need a, I need a certificate, I need a um, valuation or whatever and to get the thing back. So he bought another one then, basically. He had a house down in the south of, south of France. And yeah, these guys are just different. So different, different world, different, different, um, different uh, values, really. No, no, no. Yeah, strange, really. It was fun for a bit. Yeah, that is, that's so cool, though. It's nice to be able to do. It's a yeah. You get sort of little a bit little taste of the the mega rich people's life. I did the same to Dubai a couple of times and uh, France, but London a few times. But um, Istanbul and not really. Out, I don't think I went outside of sort of Europe or Eastern Europe. Not Eastern Europe a bit, but um, it's kind of fun. You see some meet some cool people. And they always they're always happy to have the watch, to see you there, and they'll take you out to a minimum is a big dinner and, and, and a night in the hotel probably, you know, that sort of sort of thing. Because um, there's nothing yeah. for them, it's peanuts. They get local rates and they, you know, they're um, they looked after. So therefore you're looked after. It's kind of cool. I had to, sh- had to shit all over my, my story, my heartwarming story of taking the lift with an old man what? to flying all over the world. and uh, not, not all over the world. I tried to get a guy in the Bahamas to deliver, uh, to insist that I deliver. Um, <laughs> I never actually managed, so I never got to go and see Charles Turl, or you know, I didn't ever. I, was it Charles? No, it wasn't him actually. But it was that was a sort of that was one place I, I wanted to go. I wanted to try and get a delivery to, but um, didn't work. So anyway, chance is gone now. So you do. I don't think I'm going to deliver my straps by hand to the Bahamas. So, <laughs> but if anyone wants to help buy a whole bunch, you never know. <laughs> Rich rates. Most rates. Yes, but imagine getting eighty thousand dollars off off of anything. You know, being able to negotiate eighty thousand dollars off a discount—it's kind of. Um, when I thought, looked back on it, I thought, my goodness, it's just nuts. It's crazy. Well, that's a huge, yeah, a huge saving. Especially those watches are probably worth a hell of a lot more than the retail price of them now, right? Uh, not all of them. Yeah, that one is. Yeah, I looked at that one actually. I showed on on uh, Chrono Twenty Four one of the ones I delivered to London for about. Five-ish, I think it was less, just under five thousand, five hundred thousand when I delivered it, for, from six, or whatever, 
and now it's 1.2, I think. You know, the, the RM, mm. the Tourbillon, the Rafa Nadal number 01, they, they only made 50 of them, you know, so they're always going to go up, basically. Yeah, it's crazy money. We really do have the three-tier system here. There's, like, <laughs> Rob in the fucking upper limits, X. then Michael in a, in a Rolex, and then just me change, just changing watch. 40 batteries on CK watches. I did a CK watch today. We're brothers. What did you think? What did you think of um, oh my the, the the watch? The 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 um the movement ring around the outside. I think I took a photo of it actually. I, did, I took a photo of one today. Oh, beautiful, it was so beautiful tiny. Finishing on that little movement. I just always think. I just yeah. always think the CK watches are designed like this. Like they're not. You can tell they haven't been designed by someone who's willing to open and close the watch because lots of them. It's like you, it's so difficult to get a knife in to oh, yeah. open it, yeah, true, or to close yeah. it, like to close mm-hmm. it with a, a press or something. You have to like deform yep. the case to get to get it back. Yeah, 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 true. Some but of them some weren't. of them look pretty yeah. cool. Some of them yeah. aren't built to open and shut, are they? They're, they're just they're, built no, to open the bin no when the battery goes flat. You mean? Yeah, but the, yeah, they're, they're, there's so many of them out there. I didn't realize how many crappy watches were out there. I mean, I only probably did twenty five. It's a problem. It's a majority of the, it's a majority of watches out there, really. When you think about it, the amount of like crappy watches people have and they hang on to. And that, yeah, they hang on to and they think they're valuable. They just put them aside and just like, oh, one day I might get a fix and then just go buy another one. But they'll spend like $300 on something that's obviously worth about two bucks. It's, it's, it's just, I just, it's just uh, yeah, like I can't believe it sometimes. Whereas but... if instead of buying 10 of those, they could go out and buy a decent watch. Hold off and just wait until they've saved up and buy something decent. But anyway, it's, it's like the, the less they cost, is it a bigger margin on the the, the real cheap stuff? Is that how it works? Uh, because sometimes, it, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Like you say, some of these things look like they cost five dollars or something to to make, and yeah, they're going for three hundred, four hundred bucks out of a out of a shop. I'd say that's the case. I mean, I don't know what the markup on Richard Mill is, and I don't, I don't think you should say it. But um, and... no, it's not too bad. I mean, it's not not, <laughs> not over the top um, compared to smaller ones. Seriously, I mean, and and the the more expensive they are, the Tourbillon stuff, there's even less markup because they cost a lot more to make and they spend hours doing them. And stuff. I mean, you know, I mean the run of the mill tens. I mean, I don't know. I could spout off model numbers, but you wouldn't know any any of the wiser. So, but so those, you know, it's probably ninety percent of their production. That's where they're making the money. And on the big, the tourbillons and the limited edition, the really limited edition ones, they make a lot less. They still make money on don't, don't get me wrong, but the margin's not there. Uh, whereas if you've got a CK that they're selling, you know, 100, they've got 2 million of them in production and they put them out there, the, 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 the economies of scale are, are massive. So they can get them for, for, for the next to nothing, the movements are next to nothing, the case, everything is just, is, is just boiled right down to the bare minimum. And you're talking, you know, you're talking dollars. Sometimes it's just, it's just crazy. Well, I've talked about fossil before. Mentioned fossil. Do you ever work in any shit stuff, Michael? No, no. That's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's <laughs> I hated you for some I mean, reason. I mean, yeah. Look, the family business gets gets watches through for like battery changes occasionally. If I'm in there helping out, I might just, you know, quickly quickly do one. If I'm if I'm if I'm coming through to say hi, and they're all busy, I'll just be like, all right, hand it over. Yeah, whip out the knife and. But um, generally, no, because like in my, in my own business, I, 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 I mean, it, it costs enough just to, just to spend time on, like I've got enough of the, the decent stuff to work on. So it's, it just doesn't make sense to, to work on it. Yeah, it's not economical, um, basically. Yeah. No, it isn't. It isn't at all. I mean, 
in, in a small business when you're changing batteries and you do, do it quickly and you've got a lot of batteries per day, it, it makes sense. But um, yeah, that's just not what I do, I suppose. So. Not a proper workshop. You, you cannot you cannot do it viably. You've got all the tools and stuff to to, to, to you know to use to make you know to, to, to pay off or whatever. You know, the, the on a, on a, in a little tiny kiosk like where I was today. You know, the guy does maybe two grand a day in batteries, and he probably he outlays probably fifty bucks. So it's not bad. By the time he pays his rent and pays me and pays whatever, it's still you know it's good money. Um, the margins are fantastic, but but it's just mind numbing work. That's all for, for the guy sitting there. So <laughs> <laughs> my mind is well and truly numbed. <laughs> Do you still have a mind? Uh, well, I, I like I sit there and I'm doing stuff and I'm I'm thinking, ah, God, I'll be doing a podcast with the boys later, and that makes it worthwhile. Drunk and talking about shit <laughs> well above yeah. my pay grade. So I'll be talking <laughs> about turbions and minute repeaters and shit like that, and how to save yeah. the watch industry. Mm-hmm. So I'll just do this battery change just now. It's fine. At least you got something to look forward to. I've got a, I've got a story, but it's not really the same on along the same lines. It's just for some reason it popped into my head. Yeah, I was um. It's regarding James Cameron, actually, you know, the director, film director. Yeah, in the days at Rolex when I was managing, I think it was Rolex Geneva, contacted us and said, look, um, James is, is doing the dive in his Submariner to the Mar- down the Mariana Trench, and we need, we need someone, we need a watchmaker to go with him. Ooh. In, um, we need to be able to fit, fit a deep sea to the, the outside of his sub. And I was, I was getting so excited. I was like... Yeah, I'm gonna go get meet James. And um, I looked at my calendar, and sure enough, something there was a, uh, conflicting. There's something uh, happening, and so um, I I spent that weekend at the uh, at the head office while we had new carpet being laid at the head office, and I had to send a, uh, one of my watchmakers to to the um, to take a chopper out to the boat, and then spend <laughs> spend like a, a day or two on the boat with James Cameron. And this watchmaker I sent, I remember, I remember the comment distinctly. I'm sure he said, I don't even know who James Cameron is. <laughs> <laughs> it, probably, it probably worked out better because if I was there, I probably would turn up with like a, loads of posters under my arms and like looking, to, <laughs> looking for autographs. And... So I spent, yeah, I spent the weekend in, in, the, in the head office while carpet was laid. And the yeah. carpet was beautiful, I mean. Thank goodness, you know, it's worth, worth it. But, um, but the guy, he enjoyed it still. I mean, even though he didn't know who he was, he had a good time, obviously. Yeah. Did he, does he know that he owes you? He owes you big time? Um, <laughs> it doesn't sound like it. Not really. Oh, I don't know. I mean, he probably, he probably, he probably um, values the, the experience. Yeah. I mean, not many people get to do that. That's a, that was that famous dive he did in, in the sub. We set the records. And broke the records and so stuff. So it's, it's a bit of a downer, actually, that story. But uh, <laughs> you, would have, you would have blended right in as well because you look so much like a fisherman. You'd have just been right at home in that boat. Yeah. <laughs> what a <Yeah>. guy. <laughs> that would have been. Um, You'd be like, get away from that watch. Get over there and fix the, <laughs> fix the diesel engine or something. <laughs> I'm a watchmaker. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do look like a fisherman at the moment, don't I? Maybe we could get a like sponsorship from Fisherman's Friends or somebody. Um, <laughs> hmm, I have to work on that. <laughs> if, listen, I think if we're not getting a sponsorship from the Wacky Changi brothers, then it's it's, it's not going to happen. Not going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Oh well. 
We'll keep working on it. Although so Michael was, uh, had big, he was he, Michael was saying a lot when he started about all the sponsorships he was going to get. His fell flat, did it? No, I came I don't it. Care Empty words. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, I don't care anymore. I mean, yeah, I think I sent a message to someone with Jamison. <laughs> People know we'll get drunk for free, so think, there's no. I think I was really drunk one night. I just like shot a message off to someone with Jamison. Didn't get a reply. Funny that. I wonder how many drunk people shoot messages off to Jamison. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow yeah. that stands out. Give me, yeah. give me a couple of hours and I'll be terrible myself. for them. <laughs> <laughs> the guys. Yeah. I'm drinking this. I drink four bottles of Jameson a night. Come on. Surely one of those exactly. should get sponsored. My friends are always talking about how much of an alcoholic I am at work and I stink of it all the time. So come on. Sort of guy. I'm, I'm on a podcast. I'm on a podcast and we, 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 we're all alcoholics. Don't you, we, we have 2,000 listeners. Is that all yeah, yeah. I think I think we need to just plow ahead with the wakachangi. Just we all drink wakachangi all the time, and then I think I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy to try it out. I would we'll post it first, a couple of pictures. Couple of pictures a, a week. I think um, I think we can get it. Do you, do you know anyone there, Rob? <laughs> Where I can't, I can't oh. remember. I can't remember how you're connected with them. <laughs> I just buy a lot <laughs> of it. <I> can't <laughs> That's all. <laughs> no, it's a very tenuous connect connection. Um, I, I got a message from the guy, and I and I, I watch his ads every. I, I watch Moon TV every every second night. Something on YouTube. Right. You anyway. got to work on that. Yeah, work we'll have to work on that. Yeah, it's a I'll, very loose connection. You watch their stuff. I'll go and buy a lot of Wakachengi, and I'll just drink that every night if they supply it. Yeah, yeah. Well, even if they don't supply, when it, we do the podcast, not every night. Stuff. My wife said, you know, just um, she she tried a bottle and she said, "This is really good." I said, yeah, of course it's good, and um, it's wacker chengi. <laughs> um, and then she said, "Oh, I get another." I said, "It's a bit more expensive than you know the normal dodgy beer I get. I get the, normally I get the whatever's on special with Dan Murphy's." And she said, "No, this is really nice. I think you should get this." So now I'm paying like twenty bucks more than I normally would for a carton of beer, and it's all this wacker chengi stuff. So I'm, it's costing me. It's costing me to drink it, drink it, and yet I'm, I'm still such a you know supporter, a fervent supporter. That's yeah, that you're not making money off it. I mean, not, not, not yet. <laughs> How much does it cost? How much? Oh, I don't know. It's my six pack cost nineteen dollars. That's fifty, That's fifty bucks, fifty something bucks for twenty four, fifty five. But it maybe. should have been if I had a Dan Murphy's card, it would have cost twelve dollars. It said. Well, I get it with Dan Murphy's card. Yeah, um, that was the thing. The first one I bought, they they, they suck in. It's a good marketing, obviously, <laughs> because the first one it was a six pack and it was it was the cheapest one in the shop. Because it was a, it was a you know a, a special from from you know a, a, what do you call it what do you call it in English off the lancement an an off the lancement like a, an offer no oh, no an off the lancement in French Michael come on you should know that no. it's okay the first one in the, when they first get it they give you a special offer because it's a new thing you know it's a new thing in, on the shelves so they give you a special offer that's what it was. I got sucked Introductory in. offer. That's the one. Thank you. Ah, yeah, it's too big a word for me. Introductory. It's five syllables. Uh, it's a bit above my pay grade, that one. And then I loved it and I liked it and I got it some more and I got some more and I got some more and they sent me a couple of cartons and I'm just drinking it still. Oh, sorry. I wasn't meant to say that. They didn't send me any. I bought it myself. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> okay, your turn. Oh I'm going to stop now. Look, look at my line. I'm on the one thing I want to talk to you. Look at it. Yep. Yeah, that's why you're here. You're, you're bleeding it up. Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah, if it's just no. Alex and I, we might not. No, you go now. Yeah. 
I'm going to sit back here and start doing some more mopping up. I'm still, I need to make gumboots out of you soon. It's unbelievable. How good. I know this, uh, the, the, this episode hasn't gone out yet, but it will have by the time this one goes out. Mm. How good was the uh, episode with Adam? That was good. Oh, I'm looking forward to yeah. listening to that. Yeah, that was yeah. funny. Why, I think wild as fuck is how I would describe it. Yeah, it's pretty mad. Pretty mad. Yep, yep. That was good. He was not scared to say anything at all. No, and I thought, I thought because of the well. revolution, yeah, the revolution ties and stuff, I thought he'd be a bit more low-key, but no, nah, he was out there. So when, 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 when are you going to um, put that out? Wednesday, Thursday. Yep. Yeah, Looking forward nice. to it. But yeah, it was really, it was really full of life. Definitely a force <laughs> of force of nature that gave zero fucks about anything. Mm. Even when I said that I used to want to punch Waco repeatedly in the face, he was like, "Yeah, I can understand why somebody would want to punch him repeatedly in the oh. face." And I'm sure Way would would understand that as well. Way would probably laugh at that, honestly. That's what he was saying. He's like, "All the all the hodonky stuff." He's like, "Way fucking loves that." Yeah, shit. he does. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> characters we need to get way on i've got a few good guests coming up though we should be right i think yeah. in a little while i'm not gonna yeah, go through okay. burn through them too fast are we alex we, we've got plenty it's all right it's only more out there just have michael on all the time that's I'll true to, yeah well i'll have to find some time to have some of my friends on too at some stage but you need to just like just just pull a watchmaker at a workshop somewhere and bung him in the seat and say here you go talk you know just to get the yeah. The I basic... sent you to meet James Cameron. I don't care if you don't know who he is. Just... <laughs> what do you What have you been working on today? Anything interesting, Michael? You're not working on any big, you know, using Rolex, Rolex 5513, 5513. Actually, Alex will, yeah, well, this week of, well, what is it? Monday today. So, no, last week I've, I've, I've been working on red subs, 5513s. It's pretty much all old submariners at the moment, which is, which is great. It's great work. The five five one three I worked on was just knackered. Like it needed, like it needed so much work. But the, the red sub I just worked on needed a balance star fitted. Everything else was very clean and great condition. But um, Alex will be happy to hear that today I was working on some steps and some retaining <laughs> walls. Still doing that yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah, that's like Seriously? you know, you know, the thing is, I'm, yeah, I'm doing it like old school. Like I'm not using any. Like today I was. You're digging it with your hands. Digging, digging. Um, uh, post holes and doing it all mechanically with a with a post hole digger, but a like a you have, you have to drive it with your own force basically. There's no no engine on it, no motor. So um, yeah, digging those and, and cementing them into the ground. And yeah, I feel like I've had the biggest workout. Like, but yeah, this is this is this is a long long project. So if I if I get this finished by Christmas, it'll be um, I'll be happy. So, is it not yeah. three steps? <laughs> no, there's like well, there's, there's sets of steps. There's the, the ones that I showed you. There's a set of steps there. I basically put posts next to it and concrete them into the ground, and then I'm doing another set of steps off uh, to the side of that, and then I'm joining them all up with a big wall that goes all around the house, basically, big retaining wall. So one day you might get to sit on them, Alex, and we'll have uh, Wakachangi <laughs> on, on the famous steps. The barbecue. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I've got a barbecue out there too. <laughs> Step fest. <laughs> step fest. <laughs> well, you have about you do the step fest in twenty twenty one, and then I'll do mine twenty twenty two. I don't think it's good. Uh, seriously, I don't think I'm going to be able to do anything in twenty twenty one with everything that's been happening now. I need to go over there and run around and organise this stuff, and I can't do it. I can't do it from here. I can't do it in six months. So I'm afraid. I think it's going to be put back. Yeah. What do you think is going to happen? The timelines, as far as like travelling and 
getting back to um yeah i don't know because um i've got i hope it's i don't know i've got, I've got a couple of watches stuck <laughs> stuck overseas for customers um big watches um i can't get them here and the only way you know the only thing making them worthwhile to bring in is is if you get basically um tax off and, and stuff um not that oh, not for me of course but um yeah it, and it's a worry because um well a worry there's just sort of yeah deals are going to just stop or, or just be be in limbo basically until and no one knows no one knows for the moment and people are saying you know the guy traveling for me one of the guys brings shifting some watches he was thinking oh i'll be over there in july august yeah no worries you know in in, in europe i'm thinking no nah, i don't think you will <laughs> So and it could be next year, it could be could be in a year's time. Um, so, I mean, obviously, I was hoping to get back for for next. Uh, well, when is that? In March, April, whenever the SIHH watches and wonderful thing things um, next year. I don't even know if that that will be you know the right time or whether I should go later or it's, it's a real everything's still up in the air. Seriously, it's um it's, it's all up in the air. Yeah, I'm still waiting to find out when we can travel to um to Ireland again, but that's, we're, we're not even really just uh, discussing it at the moment because it's just, no, it's not like no point. And there's not, nothing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's weird. I don't know what um, they're doing within Europe. I mean, the watchmakers and stuff, well, I guess there's not much traveling back and forth, but yeah, there is lots, um, but the guys like the McGonagall's and thing, you know, the guys that go back and forth all the time, how they, how they manage it. True. I suppose all they can do at the moment is um, take orders and work. Yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. I don't, uh, yeah, they, they can't do much traveling. So, um, but see, there's these guys like them and, and other watchmakers and high end watchmakers who actually do a lot of subcontracting for big brands, you know, and guys like, um, what's his name? Uh, the little, little French dude, little guy, little short, short ass, um, Toulouse Lautrec. No, nah. who <laughs> the watchmaker? He, he, owns, he, owns, he owns yeah. a company, yeah, yeah. um. Uh, Clare, Christophe Claire. Yeah, Christophe Claire. Christophe, for example, he, the, the guys that work for them and guys that work for um, uh, APRP, Renault Papi, and all that, that, you know, travel a fair bit. They go back and forth and they're doing, putting together high-end complications and tourbillon stuff for these people and, they, and then bring them back, you know, and whatever. But most of those guys are, like, within... within most of them are, right? yes. Most of them are, yes. But not all of them. Yeah, not all I've them. met a couple of them. Yeah, I, I remember going into a workshop with um, Jesse Neuchatel years ago, um, a Finnish watchmaker, and and on, on in his workshop he had just like a, a bot, like a pile of different trays from different companies. So yeah, was one impressive, eh? Yep. He, yep. like, yeah, impressive. So working just working his own workshop, just assembling tourbillons or repeaters for for these different companies, and um, yeah, but I, I'm guessing a lot of them in Switzerland. So they are mostly yes, um, but there are a few international guys. Um, are they cool? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's interesting. I don't know. I don't know. It's kind of, it's all weird. It's weird times. We're petering out here. Can you, can you tell what you're sort of going, mm, yeah, okay, now what? Yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> you always get, yeah. See, Michael will always be like, if it's under three hours, he's like, why did I even fucking bother coming on this thing? Whereas <laughs> Rob gets about 37 minutes and he's like, uh, 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 <laughs> how's, how's No, I want to like, go further. I want to go. But I know I'm just going to run out of stuff to say. How's, um, how's the fiftieth um, the fiftieth episode we did, and then we got to the good. end of it, and Roman and Alex and I stayed on just chatting away. And then I know we were, I was going to come back out. Do you want to yeah. do you want to do you want to just record another one? And I think I was <laughs> one and a half bottles of wine in at that stage, and I was like, yeah, let's do it. And we just had our little toilet breaks, you know, came back and oh, I was knackered the next day. I was. <laughs> I was 
I don't even know what happened on the second one. I have no idea. Yeah, I can't remember either. I can't remember. Like when it comes out. Well, we'll never know, probably. We'll never know. But um, (laughs) it's probably so bad, Alex. I don't want to release it. I haven't, I haven't listened to it yet. I need to get around to it at some point. But yeah, it's terrifying. We must have finished about two a.m. and I, um, I, I cooked up some like maybe half a dozen, half a dozen dim sims afterwards. Poured a lot of soy sauce on them. Just sat in front of the TV. Next thing I know, I wake up at like four in the morning. I was fell asleep on the couch. <laughs> Finally made it up to bed at like four, four thirty. Had like You're three or four away. hours sleep. Oh, what a rock star! You're a rock star, Why mate. Why are there dim in the bed again, Michael? I've told you. Sleeping in front of Netflix. Yeah, that was my third podcast of the day. True, actually. That's why I didn't come back out. You did that. You can probably condense it down to maybe five minutes, right? Just a little post podcast podcast. I don't don't know. I really don't don't know. know. Yeah. I mean, have you listened to it all, Alex? No, no, I haven't listened to it. I've got like five podcasts there waiting to be. Yeah, poor Alex. He's doing the editing. So, what do you guys think of the new MBNF, Moza? I quite like that, actually. Yeah. Yeah, don't you like it, Alex? It's, yeah. it's not. I would have thought something would be a bit more exciting. Oh, it's not. It's not that exciting as far as MBNF goes. I mean, it's kind of, you know, it's just a, a new version of an old one. I mean, but I kind of like. I like the fact of the the, the Moza dial being quite dis, you know, quite quite like a Moza dial on that little that little sapphire dial and the cylindrical hairspring. Yeah, well, you cylindrical know, cylindrical hairspring. That yeah. if they just did a Moza dial, it would be a little bit. Um, They've just chucked the Moser dial on there, but the fact that they did a cylindrical hairspring, I yeah. think it was just uh, yeah, it's, cool. it's it's a good combo. Yeah. I don't I mind. Mean, it. The good thing about MBNF is they always seem to surprise us with what they bring out. Like I could never guess what they're going to bring out next. Like every time they bring something out, it's like I didn't think they'd they'd have a collab with with it, with Moser first of all. But um, yeah, I, yeah, it kind of struck me as unusual as well. But yeah. Uh, he's, 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 it's because of his whole um, childhood thing, keeping 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 the mind of a child, basically. That's what his whole big catch cry is, you know, staying, not growing up. Um, so he's got this imagination, which runs wild probably for most of us, but he puts it into puts it into actual, puts it into play, you know, and does it well. Does a good job. Yeah, gets the right people. They're not the easiest watches to wear, I'm guessing. Some of not them. the easiest watches to work on either, I've heard. <laughs> a, little bit, a little bit thick, yeah. Thick and big, I mean, you know. Really sort of- they really are mechanical art. That's sort of what they are. But uh, you have to appreciate them. Oh, for sure. Yeah, whether, you, whether, you, whether you think you like them or not, or would wear them, you've got to appreciate. Them. You're always telling me how to feel, Michael. I don't appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> you, I mean, I'm not. I'm not saying you should. But when I, when I say that, I'm like, I, I, I appreciate every single one they make. You have to appreciate them, Alex. Yeah, okay. come on. Yeah, you, you say that shit all the time. You're like, I mean, come on, Alex. Surely you, you have to appreciate the work that's gone into this. Like, only a dickhead wouldn't appreciate the blood, sweat, and tears they put into this. <laughs> you cannot not appreciate it. We'll shut you yeah. down. You, you can just go out now. It's no, it's 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 nice. It's Surely, nice. Alex, if you look at it, you just you don't you don't sit there and go, yeah, I, I could do better. Like it's 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 pretty cool what they do. Whether you like I'm just a hater, remember. I'm, I'm changing batteries on CK watches 30 times a day. I don't want to be seeing other people out there doing proper watchmaking. <laughs> it rages uh, actually, me too much. Actually, I noticed when I listen to the back, listen back to the 50th episode, I could feel the hate and the anger in your voice. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> fucking. 
what would you say? He was like, I fucking hate it. <laughs> you make you're, me trying, you're, trying, you're trying to pull me over the dark side. Yeah, yeah, you're positive. All the hate and the anger. All the hate and the anger is coming out from your, your work done. Well, you got to let these things out. I can't bottle them up. This is my outlet, is this, is this podcast. People have got yeah. to listen to me. <laughs> I mean, you've got to listen to me. You've got to. Yeah. This is like your therapy, isn't it? Yeah. This yeah. is your therapy. It's my therapy too. What's more? What's your, um, <laughs> excuse me, what's your favorite MBNF? Um, do you have, do you have, you mean? Good question. Because he's got All some right. pretty cool. I'm just looking at him now. I'm, I'm scrolling through. I mean, I had one. I have one that I've yeah. always had. It's been my favorite, but I'm just wanted to get your opinion. Yeah. So my, my opinion, if, if I was to buy one, like I appreciate all of them, obviously, because I think the, the designs are cool, even like the crazy um, horological machines, but the Alliums, the legacy machines, like yeah. where yeah. ability-wise, I would certainly take one of those. Yeah, they only came out a fair bit after, didn't they? I mean, they did a fair few HMs before the when the, the first legacy machine came out. I thought that was so, so such a nice thing to do, basically. Yeah, I mean, it, it looks like a traditional watch to a certain extent, but to show the balance like that, I think it's just it was that was groundbreaking. I'll take a legacy machine. What about you? No, I, I always liked the HM three, but the no, sorry, the two, which was the um, it's the one that. Um, what's his name? Did one the uh, that 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 French watchmaker does all colourful stuff. Uh, Silberstein, remember that that that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Alan Silberstein. Alan Silberstein, yeah. not not his one, but that that's the model, that square one. So it's a big like a big rectangle basically. But they did he did one a one off piece for some uh, charity with the it was all sapphire, and it had a butterfly inside it and barbed wire. It was such a beautiful poetic looking oh, piece. Oh yeah. With um blue barbed wire, blued barbed wire, and this butterfly, and it was I forget what it was for some you know, it was explanation with the disease or whatever. It was just such a it was seriously it was one of those pieces. It gives me goosebumps every time. It's one I mean it's only one of them. I've seen for a few fair few photos. I saw it once in Geneva, but it's a piece that just gives you goosebumps. And I you know when you look at it properly and understand, it's almost brings tears to your eyes. It's such a well done piece, such a nice piece. You know, there's been a few limited editions here and there, but. I had a mate with one of those, just a standard one, and the two and the three and the first one. I think he sold a couple of them. Had the frogs as well, and they, they were kind of cool. But then when the legacy, when he started the legacy run, I thought this is this is really nice, basically. Yeah. Um, if if I had a choice, I'd probably actually I'd probably take the um, perpetual, the LM three. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I wouldn't, but yeah, I, I can understand. Calendar. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's crazy. I mean, it's. I just like the first one. I think yeah. it's a bit too much like other things. That's the problem for me. It's a bit too so classical. It's a bit. It's nice yeah. having the balance wheel in the middle there. Probably from just pure styling point of view, I like the HM5. But there's too many other brands that do kind of similar looking, the kind of automotive. Yeah. Um, yep. Look to it, uh, like Ranger Boom did one. Like a few. There's lots of, maybe not lots, but there's people who do similar things. So I'd probably go the HM7, just because that's properly crazy looking it's got kind of the bezel around oh uh, yeah yeah yeah, looks yeah. Like a diving bezel but it also looks like a fucking spaceship or something well, i think that's too much like uh viani for me viani halter's deep space i like that better, better than that one but um yeah it's nice what's it? maybe it's in, is it the nine the hm9 the um the one that oh no maybe not the nine the one that looks like almost like a, a um 
the plane. Oh, uh, yeah, um, four, like the one with the two big turbines. Yeah, yeah. I think that looks like it'd be difficult to wear, but I just think as far as a um, piece of mechanical art, that, that looks pretty cool. Yeah, I tried it on. Uh, I think I wore it for a day, um, the, HM, the HM4. And, yeah, it's, it's kind of right in your face, and it's a kind of a – it's amazing how comfortable they are. All these I've I tried a few of mine a bit, and yeah, that one for, for for being the one that looks the most uncomfortable is really comfy to wear. Uh, but just fitting it under your shirt, fitting under your shirt cuff was a problem. The six, like that spaceship looking one with the four ends, that was a much more rounded thing that can fit under a fit under a shirt cuff, well, under a suit cuff anyway, easier, I suppose. Oh, I just I think they're I think they're all incredible. Yeah, they're, who they're, wears they're, these things though? <laughs> a guy came into a shop for a Richard Mill that had the RM, that HM4 on. Actually, it wasn't the same one, but um, I don't know. It's, he's got he's got his customers. Um, and how much how much does it cost to service one of these things? Uh, don't ask. If you have to ask, no one, no one even. <laughs> yeah, it, it, anyone that buys these isn't. They're not even asking how much it costs to service it. Like yeah. half of them probably just put them aside and you know look at them occasionally. I don't know. I, I don't know if many people wear them like the the HMs. But, um, yeah. The what the one thing good that Max did though was when a few of them come up for auction, he offered free service. That was a good good thing to do. Clever, basically. Obviously, it was. It is because whenever something like that comes up for service, that is the big question for yeah, of course. Buyers, actually, yeah. it helps the resale value. Basically, people yeah. know that they got support. People are being put off purchasing one at auction. Well, yeah. well, because it's second hand too. If it was new, the people generally don't ask. But second hand, you don't. Like there's a maybe a lack of confidence as well. If it if it comes off up at auction, where has that watch been? Is it has it someone else looked at it? But at least if you you know you're going to get free service, then yeah, it's taken care of. And I think there's so few of them that um, it's not like it's there's a lot of people wearing them, or you know they're less common than RMs or anything anything else. You know, so you sort of I guess they can trace where most of them, whose hands most of them have been. I'd imagine. Yeah. Well. Um, I have to ask Max all that when we get him on the show. Can you imagine smacking one of those accidentally against a brick wall? <laughs> Just like oh. shattering, smashing oh, the whole top of it. Like that'd be... Stop. That'd be like, <laughs> like, you, you, you'd just have to replace the whole watch, wouldn't you? Basically. Yeah. Or coming off your motorbike. It's, just, it's like a write-off. It's like, it's like smashing your car. It's like a write-off in that, in that instance. You went to Geneva, right, Michael? Did you go to his shop? Did you go to the the, uh, the gallery? The, um, the, what did. It's called? Yep. Yeah. Cool yeah, spot. I went to the Mad Gallery last just Mad last year gallery, that's right. and tried yeah. on the um, perpetual calendar. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah. You talked to cool Hervé? Little, cool little place. Yeah, it's nice. Hervé. Hervé. Hervé, Hervé the, the Hervé, the, the manager there. He's, a, he's ah. a good mate. He's a good guy. I did speak yeah. to a couple of the guys in there. and um, a little short yeah, guy I don't call their names, but that, um, yeah, that was the same same trip I met up with uh, Rekshep Rekshepi. Oh, yep. Yep. I've not met. Well, I've seen him at, at Basel, but I've not really talked to him properly. Yeah, really, really good guy. Yeah. Yeah. So they say. I think they've got a they've got a great future. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Actually, I wanted to have a go at Michael about something. Go for it. Yeah. Go for it. Let's have a go, go at Michael. I yeah. will too. When I was um, listening back to the fiftieth episode, which I've listened to, I, I just decided to listen to it again. I think last night, again, just because like I just remembered a couple of things on it, and I wanted to go back and listen to. Roman with his joke about wearing the um <laughs> the date just and us all like freaking out at the potential of him wearing a date just. But when you were talking about how you went to the the Breguet Museum in yeah. Paris and then 
that was like yeah there was like stevie breggy the great grandson of breggy was there steve old breggy however you want to call him yeah um but like i don't know you like like it was a big deal that the great grandson of breggy was there Mm. i just think it is a big deal i don't i just why? It's just I like want to explain think... it. Yeah, maybe I didn't explain it properly. And, but, and, and all, all, also, I listened to that 50th episode and it sounded like I was way too drunk to be on that episode. <laughs> like, in the middle of the conversation, I would just change the subject. And I, oh, and that I all the time. Myself, I repeated myself <laughs> yeah. over, over and over again on certain subjects. But anyway, to explain myself, to explain the, the, the Breguet situation, he wasn't in there all the time. I was in Ireland and I, I called the Breguet Museum thinking it was a like a proper big museum. Mm. And I turned up at the boutique and I'm looking around thinking this is, boutique. This is the address. And I went, I went in and asked, the boutique, boutique. And went in and asked and the, one of the assistants in there said, yes, yes, that's right. We've, we've got you as a, we've got you booked in as a, for a tour. Emmanuel will be, or your, your, your tour guide will be turning up shortly. So he wasn't there all the time. He would arrive if there was a guest looking to go through the, the museum. And I just was he wearing was... a cape? What's that? Was he wearing a cape? <laughs> was he on a horse? I imagine him like coming in with a, a cape, just like flowing in the wind. Like Emmanuel <laughs> is here. Yeah, he would like. I mean, anyone could have showed us down in the basement. The, like the, <laughs> like one of the one of the sales assistants could have just taken us down and just showed us through the the Breguet watches, but the fact that he, like that the the company whether the, I don't know why he was there necessarily like whether the company had said this is what we're going to offer in those days that Emmanuel yeah. Breguet would turn up that he's a seventh seventh descendant or something of, of Abraham Louis, and um, yeah I just, I just thought that was a nice touch. But he, yeah, we we were there, and then he arrived five ten minutes later for the for the appointment, and was it was unexpected. That's probably why I, just think why it, I was it, impressed. It seems a bit like a sad life to be like the seventh descendant of Breggy, and that's your like to go in and be like have such a distant connection to like the guy, and to come in and that's. I don't know. It just seems like a. I don't want to say a waste of a life, but I'll just go ahead and say a waste of a life. <laughs> that like rather than just going and doing your own thing and having your own life, you're like that is his life. The fucking... I know, but I just think it seems like a sad, sad <laughs> life. Do you know anything about him, Rob? Like I don't. I'm not 100 percent sure about what his position is. I think Roman no. knows more about. No, his, I would his never heard of the guy with the company. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, uh, Roman. Uh, <laughs> If, if if you ask Roman, he'd probably say he he is he's he's got this position in Brega. He does he does this. I mean, we're talking about maybe fifteen years ago. This was maybe less um, when there was. He's, he's the Patronus of Brega. What's that? <laughs> There's only one Patronus. Okay. <laughs> he didn't trust me. He didn't he didn't ramble on and no no chuck a chuck a nut anyway. Chuck a wobbly, but um, he was very he, he he oozed class like he was he, he had a lot of information as well he wasn't he didn't just turn up and say hey I'm Manuel Breguet yeah there's the watches he he knew what he was showing me and what he was talking about like there was a lot of 
a lot of information there with him. That's that's fair enough. I don't mind that. That's I reckon it's good. I mean, it, I mean, if he's passionate about it, why not? He he can make the best. I mean, obviously. He's, he doesn't have to trade on his name if he knows all the stuff and he can be have a hold down a proper job. I mean, being the heritage person and knowing so much and sharing that with the guys yeah. like you, I think it's I think it's admirable. It's good. Um, I, I, I think it's a lot better than like if you go into some of the retailers these days, half of the staff don't know even about the brands. Like they don't they their their information is very limited. And this guy this guy knew a hell of a lot. Like he he sold the brand really well, and I mean. I wish I had taken a video going down these wooden ricky like steps basically to this tiny room down in the basement. I mean now I haven't been to the new one, but now I think it's it's in Plus Ben Dome, but it's it's down a few doors or something and it's a big museum. But this was just like a little tiny room. It was like yeah. It, it, Alex, I, Alex has gone all quiet. Me. He's got the half. When when you went down the steps, did you think I could do a better bloody job of these steps when I get back to Australia. I could build some great steps in my back garden. Reggae made steps. Hell of a watchmaker. Shit. I, I was honestly blown away because I was like, surely they're not just going to, they're not taking us down here and we're going to see these masterpieces, these valuable watches down here. You're expecting. Here. Like this is, this is, yeah. It, it, it Hot, Dobby, Dobby so the house elf to pop out. Mm. I was expecting secure, security, and I was expecting um, just just a different situation. I thought it was so personal, like it was like this. Yeah, how does that? That's what's, what's Emmanuel Breggy is an eight man in Taekwondo, so I think he could probably handle the security himself. But do you think he would have? Do you think he would have a job there if his last name wasn't Breggy? If he was just called Emmanuel Wakachangi, for example, <laughs> would he be able to have a job there? My, the answer, I think, no, would be probably no. not. But maybe he took it. Maybe he also took an interest in it. I mean, what happened to his? What happened to his? I, I don't know. What happened? What did his father or grandfather do? Maybe they didn't take any interest in it at all, and they just said, "No, fuck it, I'm not going to have anything to do with it." But he actually maybe took an interest in it, and, and he maybe he learned a lot about it, and he, he he wanted to do that. Maybe that was a you know, maybe that's what he wanted to do. It was a passion. It seemed like it was a passion for him anyway. Um, I mean, yeah, I, that, to be honest, I would hope that one day my great, great, great grandkids want to talk about something I, I create. You know, that would be, that would be quite cool. I, I Take the customers downstairs. <laughs> yeah, these are the yeah. steps my great, great grandfather <laughs> made. I'll, you I'll can make sure I leave the story I'll make sure I leave some really good quality steps for the for the basement for the if nothing else. <laughs> I hope at yeah. that time one, my great great grandchild says you need to live your own life. Stop yeah. doing this tour about your great great grandfather. <laughs> Following in my great great grandfather's steps, I'm going to um, tell you to live your own life. Wasn't so, I just think there's something sad about it. I, I yeah, I just find it funny if. I'd find it funny if you went down there, Alex, and just said, how does it feel to be like a loser compared to your great, 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 great? <laughs> <laughs> Can what, you even change your battery? How do you even get out of bed in the morning? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, Go and throw yourself on the metro so train. For me, I was the reason I say this fucked up shit on the podcast because I'd get punched in the face all the time. <laughs> say in real life. Man, for me, I was so respectful that I didn't even take a picture down there. I was like, it's going to feel weird 
taking a, a camera out now and taking a picture downstairs. So I waited till we were yeah. outside the boutique and I got my wife to take a picture of me outside the boutique. That was before the selfie days, wasn't it? Before the selfie era. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There was, there was. Did no, he let you look him, look him in the eyes? What's that? Or you allowed to look him in the eyes, or were you not? <laughs> he was, he was actually a really nice guy. He's like, not the Phantom. When, when <laughs> <a> cape. <laughs> I, I, yeah, he, he was a nice guy. I mean, yeah, I can't, I can't say much more about it. It was a interesting experience and. When I got back, I was telling some of the watchmakers at Rolex about the experience, and one of them was like, "Well, I'm I'm going to Paris next year. That's it. I'm I'm going to try and go." And by the time that happened, they'd set up the new museum, and then and it was just a different experience. It was like a it was like yeah, you buy a ticket and you go through, and I, I don't know what it's like, but it was different anyway. So I was I was fortunate to go through. That's what I like about Europe, though. It's just, I mean, that's and that's why I wanted to go and live there for a bit because of the history and the culture and these museums. They pop up everywhere. I mean, every brand or you know, a lot of shops have their own little museums. There's one in um, Lausanne, the Junot. Yeah. Uh, it's the oldest oldest jeweler shop in the French speaking part of Switzerland. It's older than the fucking ones in Geneva, but it's um they have own upstairs. You know, it's sort of roped off, but there's a little museum, and I I bought an Amiga there years ago. Um, and I, and yeah. I went up there. I used to live in Lausanne. It's beautiful. And there's, there's little, and I went upstairs and there's a beautiful museum with those old Amigas that the Amiga was their main brand. And they've got, they got stuff that would, you know, put Amiga's own museum to, to shame. They've got some such nice pieces. And this is just a family owned thing, a fourth generation or whatever um, owned jeweler shop. They have their own little museum. They're so passionate about it that rather than just like happens here for big guys, you know, there's a, there's a guy over here, jeweler guy, an old guy died a while back, Smiles. Uh, he, he he had a massive collection, um, and Ron, but Ron it was all just yeah, Ron it would have just been stuffed in a safe. It still is, or whatever. You know, it, it's a pity because these guys collect stuff, but they, and their grandfathers collect the stuff and whatever, and they've got it all on display with with proper you know proper museum with um you know all all the documentation in different languages and stuff, and it just blew me away, blew me away to to think that a jeweler shop. That's why it convinced me, but it was, it was a good sales pitch because I bought a watch there, I bought a couple actually over over a couple of years. So, it, you know, it's just the, it sort of lacks a little bit here. You don't have, okay, you have the boutiques and they have their little heritage section of a few old things, pieces here and there. But I think we don't, unfortunately, well, I guess, you know, it's just a, it's a numbers thing in Switzerland. They have all the stuff there and it's um, all the brands are there and they can just have such nice stuff in little hidden away, most unexpected places. It's, un, it's unbelievable. Um, have you, not just have the, you heard of the retailer um, Bayer? In yes. Zurich? Yeah, um, I went to their museum, um, 2012, I think it was, and um, oh, it's incredible. George Daniels pocket watch. It, it had like it, it had incredible pieces in that museum. So it's just it's just a retailer, and then downstairs, similar to the, not similar to the Frigo, Frigo, but it was yeah. You go downstairs and there's a museum down there. It's amazing some of the collection they have down there. Yeah. Were they on talking watches? Yes, they were. That's right. Yep. Talking watches, who's that with? Yeah, the, the that that I can't remember the name of the website. They promote what's the shit. What's uh, come, on, come on, come on, come on, Alex. You can, you <laughs> oh, that one. Yeah, you, um, you've, you've seen all of, you've seen all the talking watches, haven't you, Alex? <laughs> I've, I've watched I've watched a few of them. There's some I like more than others. It's, it's a great show. I'm, it I'm is a good show. That. Yeah, you've, you've, got, to, have you've got to say that. You have to, Alex. You've got to say that. You have to say it. <laughs> yeah, you'd have to appreciate the work <laughs> they put into you. it. Yeah. When when you go into your family jewelry shop, do they have yeah. the podcast on loop there, or 
Hopefully, they have the YouTube no, video that I did with Michael oh. <laughs> on the big yeah. screen. Yeah, how many views has that got? Like thirty, maybe <laughs> pushing thirty. They should have the yeah. podcast on loop there, and when people come in, they can be like, "That's our son Michael on there talking on the." Yeah, he's, he, oh, he's he famous a bit too much, but he's a good boy. <laughs> you know, my mum mum visited today, and she said, um, "I said, you know, it was a good podcast that came out today with um, a Danish watchmaker, Christian Lass." She goes, "I haven't even heard your third. And I thought she, she's heard a couple of podcasts. I was like, "She has." She goes, "I haven't even heard the third one yet." So like, that's Aww. that's pretty good that she actually listened to a couple of podcasts. So yeah, but dad, but dad listens. He he tries to listen to all of them. So yeah. Well, my my mum's been editing the reviews on the the website, the watch reviews. Is she? And there was one. Yeah, yeah. I've trained her up because just to free up time so I can edit all our shit podcasts. Um. So she was doing one. She was doing. She was doing editing a review that Rob did, and she said, uh, "She's like, I'm slightly concerned. There's some a comment in or a, a part of the pod, of the review." Slight undertones of racism. No, that wasn't racism. I worked on that for hours to, to not be racist. <laughs> oh my goodness! I was like, he's Australian. And it still came through. All, all racist. She's like, it's not really the time for uh, for things that could be misconstrued as racist. What did you say, Rob? Yeah. <laughs> I know what she's oh, talking what about. I didn't even. I didn't read that. Did it come out all edited with nothing in it? Or you're like, I don't even do a review. I don't, I've never read these people before. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, 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 there was a bit where I was thinking, I wonder how can I put this to be polite? But anyway, it didn't matter. If your mum thought it was no good, we'll just bin it, okay? <laughs> oh, I've got to do a review, don't I? Now that Rob's done one. Oh, that's my third or fourth one. Oh, geez, I'm really falling behind, haven't I? I haven't, I haven't yeah, you let one. the side down. Yep. Oh, sorry. Yeah, that's it. This week... This week I'm going to focus on one. I'll do one. You got something different. Like a five five one three. Well, I, I actually, did, I'm going to be perfectly honest now. I haven't looked at the reviews, so I'll have to go through and actually look at the reviews to see and try and find something different. <laughs> I haven't looked at many too. Honest, there's hundreds on there. I add them. I add them to my story, and then I think yeah. oh, I've got to go back and look at that review at some stage, and I never do. So I'll have to <laughs> have to do it. Three hundred to catch. Okay. Three hundred. Well, well, you know, you know, I can binge. I can binge. I did it with the podcast. I'll do it with the reviews. Yeah, but you can't do watchmaking and read the. Re- well, maybe you can. They're only they're only little short reviews anyway. But there's some really great ones on there. People are doing some really great stuff. There mm, are don't worry. I'll put aside a day. I'll put aside a day or two, <laughs> and I'll just you know I'll lose X amount of dollars just to read Good. the reviews. Yeah. yeah. Do it. That's fine. Steps. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> Okay, oh, we're going to do some Instagram recommendations. Well, we're wrapping up yeah. already. Okay. Oh, yeah. Rob, Rob. Party, usually, party people. This, usually at this point, he's already said that we're waffling on too long. So yeah. do you want to keep going, Rob? No, no, I'm done. It's all over. <laughs> if you let me keep going, I'll keep going. I just talk. It doesn't matter actually what we talk about. We just keep talking um, for a while. If yeah. you want to keep me at five minutes, five minutes it is. Otherwise, I'll just stop now. But I can keep going, you know. Um, That's what know, we got know. you for, just to fill the, fill the gaps. What are the Richard Mill stories we got? No, oh, plenty of those. Plenty more where that come from. Don't worry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like time I got no. Okay. Uh, <laughs> this is uh, see, this is the sort of sort of stories I want to hear when you just go like ah ah. Don't worry. 
Yeah, you give you Instagram. I'm looking for my Instagram thing. I don't know. I don't I gotta look uh, him up to see which one I've got to. Test game thing watches so he can fly all over the world. I think he's. <laughs> I don't think he's got any one, worse ones than that, unless there's like human trafficking involved. Yeah, uh, no, not as such. <laughs> <laughs> hey, have you guys seen um, the show Yellowstone before? No. We're gonna get onto series now, are we? Well, See, this that? is just me. This is just me changing the subject again and just going off and waffling on. No, okay. okay, what is it? Me either. I'm mere really? same. Yeah, no. Nah. Yeah, I just thought someone's gonna do it. Be like, I need, I need to escape this world. I need to get into some fantasy world. No, I'm so sick. I just do this shit all the time. I talk about watches. I'm messaging people 24 hours a day all over the world, talking yeah. about watches, watches a bit with you guys. It's impressive. Drinking. You're, you're <laughs> a hard worker. You're a hard worker. No, I've just finished watching season two of Yellowstone on um, Stan. What's it about? Fantastic. Cowboys. Oh, I was say. Okay. Cowboys, ranches. Yeah, check it out. Check it out, Rob. Just start Just start the first episode, season one, and you'll probably... I'll add it to the list. I've got a 15 series to see, and I know, it's, I know if, I, if it's good, I'll get stuck, and then I'll be watching people binge watch it for three days, and I won't do anything else, and my, my, my wife will kick me out, basically, and I'll be... You just, you just put no, an I episode can't. on every, every couple of days. Well, you, you, you're not allowed to take control. Of no, TV. I can't do that. No, no, no. I, I, <laughs> I don't actually, I don't even watch. I don't watch TV. I don't. I hate TV. I don't watch TV. Um, really? No, I don't have a TV. Um, so I'm the only. Be Yellowstone. I'll take make a note of it, lazy. but I have got a fair few things on my list. Basically. Kevin Costner is the main actor. You know Kevin. Costner. Oh, for goodness' sake! So lots of close-ups of his eyes and stuff. Yeah, okay. I'm seeing it already. <laughs> A terrible hair system. Sorry. I can't. I can't. I get upset because because my dad was a hairdresser. He taught me from a young age how to spot a wig from like three <laughs> kilometers away. So anytime there's like a, a film or a TV show that somebody's got a, a hair system or a wig, I just can't enjoy it. I'm always nudging everyone around me, saying, "You see that wig? See that, <laughs> see that hair system?" <laughs> it's like um. You might just go and watch Dances with Wolves. At least you get the whole thing done over in three hours or whatever it is, rather than exactly. Actually, do you know something I really like? On the fiftieth episode was when Michael was uh, defending the integrated bracelet thing, and he kept on talking about when the first watch company brought out a watch on a strap, and he was saying, "Was it Michael? Imagine that." No, it was Michael when he was saying, "Imagine other companies were bringing out." watches on straps and if this if that was done today everyone would just be saying look at this person copying this other brand they're all bringing out watches on straps and rob you were saying it was a different time they had to they had to avoid like being bombed and stuff like that michael was just having absolutely none of it like it's exactly the same thing <laughs> hey hold on one minute i'm gonna i'm gonna go for a toilet break and i'll be back in serious? one second yeah yeah i'm oh, serious geez. just go don't one come minute. back okay? okay yeah no i'll be back i'll be back you, you, you wait, okay? Just be okay. <laughs> okay. Well, he's gone. Yes. What's your What's your Instagram recommendation? I'm furiously looking up. Well, a couple that I had on my list are the duds, so I'm going to scratch them off. I think. Um, oh, is this because Anthony complained? Or no, no, no Dale complained that um, we were recommending people that were dead or people <laughs> um, that, that they're accounts were inactive oh, you were, was what, no who was that because of the uh, watch amish one um no, here's no, one. no he said uh, dale oh, said he went through and he said yeah there was like eight out of the people we've recommended have 
accounts are inactive. Yeah, but who cares? No one's taking. No one's going to take list of this and actually, you know, take us to task on having someone that's inactive. We, it's just an idea we throw out there as someone to follow. Uh, of all the guys I know, they've already been they've already been suggested, and all the guys our crowd, you know. So we've got to just pick random guys, basically. Uh, but here's a good one. I mean, eventually it'll come down to we recommend people that are dead because we'll run out of exactly. actual living yeah. watching it. There's this guy called Elvis. <laughs> No, no, it's not him. Uh, he's dead. Um, mechanical underscore. T- what? I'm back. What did you say? Oh, he's back. Oh, he's back. Hey, back. When you Sorry, two talk guys. together, hang on, hang on. When you two talk, you're going to have fun editing this one, Alex, because it's just, you can't hear you. You're all funny. Uh, so I don't know whether it's Michael or you me? or my system. Yeah. Um, no, it's not mine. your system, Rob. Anyway, it's not, not me. When I, when I talk, it's fine. It's when you two talk together. Which has been happening a lot tonight. Ah, okay. Yeah. Ah. Anyway, I've got one. Well, I've got a new system that's going to come in soon for us to record oh. anyway, so it's quite exciting. An even better system. Well, you mean new software or new system? No, system? I, I, don't want to, I don't want to give too, too okay. much away right now. Okay, okay, okay. Here we go. Mechanical underscore time. Mechanical time. Okay. Here's an Aussie. Mm-hmm. Um, lots of interesting old pieces, vintage sort of stuff, and stuff I'm liking more and more. Uh, I think he's still active. What's his last post? Uh, five days ago. Uh, he follows me. I don't follow him. I do apologize. Mechanical underscore time. We should follow Give him now. Follow back. I cool don't stuff. know where he is. I forget. Um, yep. Nice, yeah, nice cool. Cool stuff, Going. basically. Yeah, go follow him. He's got a bootex. A bootex. Yes. Bootex. <laughs> oh, I really like his, his style. Of yeah, I thought you stuff. would. He's going for kind of lesser known exactly vintage brands yes. but really kind of interesting designs there's one that i really really like exactly there's what now there's one though on there that and it wasn't him or someone else i'm looking at that i really liked no no false alarm no he has a lot of his He's stuff got one like. watches that you sell what's the brand called really? is oh, yes too. Ezra. he's got an Ezra. that may be yeah. where i come across him yes yeah Ezra. yes anyway good go follow What's yours? Yeah. I used to see too busy looking uh, at these. Yeah, yeah. Do Michael while I'm looking at these. You do these Michael. Watches. We'll do Michael. Yeah. I've got one. Um, it's um, Kieran uh, underscore Shikar. I think it is. Shikar. I, can't, I don't know how to pronounce it, but it's K-I-R-A-N. K-I-R-A-N underscore S-H. Oh, Shakar. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Shakar. As a dyslexic person, I am really struggling with that. Can you start again? Oh, that watch is got that. that. A I R, yeah. A N underscore S H E K A R. Really cool watches. That, um, just that and third picture along. Sorry, go. Yeah, yeah and, and the thing is, he's got a, he's got a podcast. Called um, oh, no, no, it's a good podcast. Commercial repeater. So if you look at oh that person, yeah, yeah, and he he interviews yeah. a lot of independent watchmakers and talks about a lot of stuff technical in watchmaking. So it's um really good podcast. Oh, I've met the guy. He, I've met him. Have you? Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, so he's, that he's, um, Yeah. Yep. He um yeah yeah Vian, Vianney Holter on recently. Um, yeah. What else? They had a cool episode just on the equation of time, even, um, which sounds yeah, okay. really nerdy, but it was yeah, really sounds cool. a bit technical to me. Really cool, po- cool podcast. So 
Yeah. Roman would like that, right? Yeah, yeah. Roman, Roman a lot of those watches, him, a lot of those watches that yeah, the guys, all those guys that we hang out with at Basel, that's really really cool actually. Okay. Yeah. Um, that, like by the way, that it. I will. Um, except I don't listen to podcasts much. Except uh, I don't talk about it's like TV show, TV series. Um, that third picture though, the, the, the that that Fabergé, that's a fantastic watch. That G, the DTZ, the first one right. that Fabergé bought out with yeah. uh, with that movement from um, Wiederhest, Jean-Marc Wiederhest. That is such a cool watch. And it's not even that big. It's a good size. It's not that expensive for a white gold watch. And in the in the metal, when it first came out, it was just blew me away. Basel a couple of years ago. Really cool watch. So that's the second time zone in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's, that's a really cool watch. You can imagine how hard it is to do with that time zone in the middle like that. And now they've done that. Oh. That's the same guys that do that um, Singer reimagined uh, chrono around the outside. They have the uh. time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Agenor, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I've I've posted about his workshop. He's a good friend, um, old Jean-Marc. It's, that, that's a it's really cool, cool. That looks beautiful, that thing. Yeah. That yeah, is, it's, it's, nice. it's really nice. And it's very cool. It's not over the top price-wise. Um, yeah, anyway. There's a friend I'm oh, trying to Terrible recommendation. <laughs> Michael, we're going to lose all our listeners because... They're going to go, go over to him. The... <laughs> Yeah, I'd, I'd say if you are, I'd say you get something different from his podcast to ours. Ours is ours is so diverse. I mean, you mean one, one episode you've got us talking about watchmaking, and and the next is you got you know wanking monkeys. And when did we talk about watchmaking? Sorry, we're never going to live down that wanking monkeys <laughs> that, that, thing. That I can I, I'm trying to forget. I'm not even mentioning it. You guys keep talking about. It. I'm trying to sweep it under the rug. <laughs> No, I think I, I think that, I think this is this podcast is completely different. Like they get really technical with this podcast. Like it's it's um, minutia, Peter. So it's um yeah, a lot different to ours. Like ours is more you know chatting back and forth. So yeah, is it, <laughs> so to speak. That, that, that's yeah. more of a lecture, I suppose. It is. So, yeah. Right. Right. Okay. Okay. So when I feel like I want to get a lecture, I'll go and I'll go and listen to it. Okay. No, fair enough. Good. All no, right. good. Serious. What, what do we? While we're on the subject, what what do we think of Fabergé as a brand? That's only I'm because they use this guy it. that they're saved. Um, their watches they started off using Agenor movements, and the, it was the right way to go. It's the only thing that really does it for me, for, as far as Fabergé is concerned. I mean, they obviously have massive history and heritage jewelry wise with the eggs and stuff, the Easter eggs, but. This really did it for me. This really cemented their 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 their, their seriousness as a brand. Um, this watch, this is the first first one they come out, the first proper watch they came out with, and I sort of all of a sudden I had a lot of respect for them. And I've talked, I mean, I talked to the people. We had I had a talk with them at Basel with uh, with John Mark about the movement and everything else he showed us, and it was just so well. It was nice to have the guy that did the movement on their stand. You know, it wasn't just a jewelry. I mean, obviously it's a big jewelry stand but they had a part of it there for the watches and these watches and they were, the quality was so much beyond. It's kind of like Hermes as a, as a brand. They do setting things so well, you yeah, have to have respect for them. Yep. You have to have yeah, respect. They just, yeah. <laughs> there's a couple of they cool designs so nice and, you, and you're right, very much like Hermes. Um, but, that, but that chronograph movement that they got, they got made, um, that, that is, that's exceptional. Yeah, but that was quite a bit more. This one is—I is, was really impressed with the price of this one. For example, when it first came out, I forget what it was, but it was—you know—it was in a magnitude less than I thought. 
And Amaz, they're the same. They have they have a brilliant history and culture and heritage going way back for leather goods and everything else. And and they've just and when they get into something else, they do it properly. They do the watches and they did okay. They have some. They've had some sort of average looking watches, um, but their their high end stuff is just unbelievable. It's just so 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 good. And they get the Vorsher, you know, Vorsher movements and everything else. That they, they really go high end and they do it well and they, and they market it well. And so I, I kind of, kind of like it. I like them as far as watches go. Yeah, what Alex? What do you think about the Hermes watches? Um, I, I quite like the styling of them. I wanted to have more of a go at the at the Fabergé brand, though. Um, <laughs> well, just before we go on to that, because I, I looked at the Hermes. Well, just before, very, no, just before we go on to that, the Hermes is very Cartier, though. <laughs> like it, it, it does. Like that's why I thought you might like the Hermes. Some of the Hermes watches. Yeah, that, that is probably why I do. Like they're they're kind of kind of simple. Bit understated, kind of classic styling, um, but I just I would think why not just get a Cartier? Well, look, first. if you're getting Cartier, Apart from you probably get value out of them. That's the thing, right? But it, it all goes back to I think it a part of that is the whole French thing. It's so non-Swiss. It's Paris, you know, Cartier and Fabergé Hermes. These brands are so French, um, and and it's it comes across through their designs. They're so different, and they're not. Just another another Swiss brand that they they know they're not Swiss and they don't they can't sell themselves as Swiss but they have something else another a different little what do they call it a je ne sais quoi I, I don't know what it is you know it's something different which is French the French call it je ne sais quoi yeah. you know it's it's so different to the to the Swiss it's, stuff it's, it's nice it's really truly good design I mean simple and very simple design general yeah but but they really don't cut corners no no yeah. Hmm. Okay, can I get into this Fabergé thing? What do you like? Do you not like Fabergé? Sorry about changing the subject again or switching directions. I okay. So as a child, I remember growing up and watching the Antiques Roadshow in the UK. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, there was one guy who did jewellery, and I would always get so excited when he would come on because there was a good chance that he would cover some Fabergé jewellery eggs, and he was so super. No, no, like. It was hardly ever eggs yeah, because okay. you, if it was an egg, you knew what it was going to be. Yeah, yeah. But there was so much other jewelry that they did, and the Russian royal family would just give out all these trinkets to people all the time, and they were just beautiful enamel work. And but I would just get so super into the the, the design of it, and yeah, this guy's passion when he was describing uh, the Fabergé and and Fabergé work and and the history of it. And then I remember being a young man in Scotland and, I mean, the Fabergé name was pretty much like fucking garbage at one point. You could get Fabergé underarm deodorant. And I just, I love the look. I'm looking at this watch just now. I think it looks like a great watch. But again, I just, I'd rather it wasn't called Fabergé because it's just, why, other than the name, like there's no connection to actual, it'd be cooler for me if this was some brand I'd never heard of then I could buy into it more. The thing that would stop me from buying this, regardless, not not with withholding the, the, the fact that I don't have the money, is the fact it's called Fabergé, which ruins it for me. Other than that, it's a really good point. No, I'm, I'm just, I'm just I'm sorry, when you were talking, I just kept picturing you. I just, how old were you when you were watching Antique Roadshow and looking for Fabio? 12, really? 13, something. Yeah, yeah that's interesting. Yeah, I, right. I could picture you as this little kid looking, watching the Antique Roadshow and looking at for Fabergé. And, um, Man, yeah. strange little kid. When I was twelve or thirteen, I wasn't watching the Antique Roadshow. <laughs> Let me tell you, 
<laughs> I was really the life yeah. of the trailer. Was your, was your mother um, not sitting there just going, I, I hope he gets out of this. Yeah. Like, he, you know, he goes out and plays or something and does something normal, you know? He's watching Antiques Roadshow and saying, Come on, Antiques Roadshow is great. jewelry. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I remember I, was, I remember um, watching it and there was a, a woman came on and her grandfather was a, a, a chauffeur and in the UK and a member of the Russian royal family had come over and visited the, the British royal family and this guy had chauffeured around the, the, whoever the Russian was and he, he was just giving out these gifts to whoever all the all the servants and stuff. He was just giving out all these these things, and the the grandfather got a set of cufflinks and and, and something else, and the something else was Fabergé. I can't remember what it was. And the, the cufflinks weren't made by Fabergé, but they were made by some other jewelry house, which was kind of supposed to be the the Russian equivalent of Cartier, and they were always vying for the top spot with with Fabergé in in Russia. But just their their stuff was so cool. I guess just. The, the the history of that, the history of Fabergé stuff and the connection to the royal family and the eggs. And I mean, it's it's an amazing, amazing story. And yeah, I just get pissed off when people use stories they don't have any right to use other than buying a name off somebody, buying the name from a company that did deodorant and washing powder, <laughs> which I believe Fabergé did. But the thing is, yeah, true. And that would be like that if 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 the watch guys really traded on the name. I and mean, apart from having the name on it, that, that that's what the, it came across to me as they're really trying to make their own their own story. It wasn't really, you know, it's a brand new so movie. Well, we got got to have got to have got a name for something. And look, if Fabergé wanted a high end watch, you know, it matched up, and these guys were trying to do movements for cool movements for people. Mm. Why not? What else? If you're going to do, should they start from scratch and call it Joe Blogs? You know, look, you, you need better. you need. Yeah, okay, but it's for marketing and everything else, and the group behind them, and the, the money they have to spend for marketing to get a new product out to market is massive. You know, and I think maybe give them some time because at least they've started off doing something quite original, haven't they? Like the, the yeah, the, the, so far. I mean, I don't, I, I didn't know much about them. I didn't, I didn't. To be honest, I'd heard about that chronograph movement, but I didn't realize Fabergé used it. And then when you you mentioned that that. Uh, the, um, As you know, yeah, yeah. Well, the well, the twenty four hour or the 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 travel the DTZ, one. DTZ, yeah. I, I yeah. think yeah. that's that's yeah. cool. It's it's quite unique. Like at least they're doing he something unique. unique, and they're not just playing on the jewelry mm. part of it. You know, it's it's yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I, I like, like it. honestly. I think the watch is gorgeous. I'm looking at it just now. I really do think it's very special looking. Love the crown. Love. I love everything about it. I think I'm I'm really digging it. I just don't understand why you would start off at that point with have with using a name like that i think it can only be something you would you can build something wonderful and then but you've still you started off with a name that actually has no connection to what what it is you're doing so many brands do that though louis vuitton all these guys you know there's just it's so many that have done that at least they have a decent watch they're not they're not it's not just a quartz mm-hmm. crappy mm-hmm. you know i don't know i i I don't know what to say, really. You just don't want to use No one ever agrees with me on this podcast. No, we don't. You just don't want them to use the name Fabergé, do you, Alex? You, 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 the little twelve-year-old, twelve-year-old yeah, Alex sitting there yeah. watching Antiques Roadshow with a little bow tie on, or whatever you're wearing at the time. <laughs> yeah, kilt and a bow tie. You just, you just, you, yeah, you'd be swearing at the TV right now. They do. Well, they the don't do watches. Thing. I fucking, I the fucking same reason hate them. <laughs> 
they make me sick. They make me sick. The reason why the reason why I didn't want the deodorant people to use Fabergé name, it's the same it's the same as this for me. It's I just think it's bullshit. Fair enough. God, if anyone agrees with me, please just who listens to this podcast, please send me a message just I, so I know I'm not the only person sort of, with some integrity. I sort of understand it because they've they um they're known for something completely different. They've got such a history with with jewelry that um yeah. I sort of I think I understand where you're coming from. I don't. I don't but, think I do. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just disagree again. That's the way it's supposed yeah. to be. It's natural. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. What are we You've got, you got to send me a picture of a twelve-year-old Alex, and I just want to see what you're wearing. Watching Antiques Roadshow. Actually, I found a great picture of me recently that I'm wearing a little leather jacket, yeah. and I've got this huge pistol. <laughs> and my uh, my dad went to a fancy dress party, and he went he went really over the top, and he bought like a proper like gunfighter's rig and everything, like the ones you would tie around your around your thigh and then so i inherited this as a little five or six year old boy and i would walk around all the time with this massive pistol and i remember I went with my granny to get her uh, passport photograph taken and the guy there was like i need to i need to take a picture of your grandson he just looks wild as fuck <laughs> and so i've got this great picture of me holding this massive gun so i'll, I'll send you that michael yeah, yeah do that it must be something about being born in 1981 because my brother was very similar <laughs> Like he he would get dressed up as like Charlie Chaplin and stuff like the full like as a kid. I never understood it, but it must be there must have been something in the water in eighty one. Charlie Chaplin. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I must stay out of this. Yeah, yeah. No, really quirky sort of outfits. He used to like it and dressed up with. But, um, right. Something in the water in nineteen eighty one. Anyway, we're gonna be we're gonna be individuals, aren't we? Unique. Are you are you the um, are you the sixteenth Earl of Bothwell, Alex, in disguise? No, I didn't. I did. I did live in in Bothwell. Well, you would be. There was an Earl of Bothwell. Bothwell. He was also the first Duke of Orkney. Uh, that was four hundred eighty years ago. And I thought we were about twelve generations. I reckon you're about the sixteenth Earl of Bothwell. Um, if you do the, do the math. So that's what I'm going to call you from now on. Did I tell you? I'm going to. I'm going to call you that from now on. The sixteenth Earl of Bothwell. Here. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. No, I just worked it out. I've been stalking you. <laughs> you tell me yourself, you drongo. <laughs> You only um, accepted my Facebook friend request recently. Did I? I saw you were friends with, with Michael. By error. One of those By Facebooks accident. that just, you never actually, there's just nothing on it. It's very creepy. That's because he just uses uh, it to it's, stalk people. It's, 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 it's the company one. I don't use my own one. Who would we use Facebook? Yeah. My goodness. Facebook's a bit it's done. I mean, I'm on there, but it's sort of it's done. It's like, well, yeah. I, apparently I am too, but I don't use <laughs> it much. Basically. Anyway, this all come up because of that guy someone recommended. Now, who was the other one? Uh, who, who else hasn't had a um, me? Someone to follow me. You, yeah. you, 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 me, me, me. Pick me, pick me. Okay, go. I'm trying to. I'm trying to find this picture of me as a young, as a young yeah. child. Uh, if I can. Okay. Um, my one is. Um, ready, ready. Got the phone here. Ready. Yeah. Wait a minute. Gee. You always hassle me because I'm not, because I'm not too, not too quick. Yeah, you, but you say you actually have a list of stuff, and then you just never got, <laughs> you never got anything. You're always asking, "Have I said this one before?" <laughs> okay, so I've got JB dot Hi-Fi watching. Oh, yeah, JB watching. Yep. All one word. 
Oh, yeah, I got the, uh, no, I got him here. No, yeah, no, I wasn't following him. Okay. Yeah. Have a look. Swatch. You think? He's just... Swatch, is it? Winnie the Pooh. Scroll down, scroll down. Was he nudes? Down. Mickey Mouse. Mickey <laughs> oh. uh, yeah, Mouse. Oh, he's got that, that, that Joker. Yeah, okay. Ooh, he's got the F.P. Jean. That's the one you want. F.P. Jean. Is that the uh, gold one? Oh, aluminium. Oh, I'm looking at the gold, the vagabondage. The vagabond. Three. Vagabondage. The three. Yeah. Are these all his watches? He's got F.P. Jean. Is that F.P. Jean blue? Blue, machin. Economet blue. Wow. Oh, my Urbo? goodness. Yeah. Another, yeah. A couple of F.P. Jean there. Lane. Liking, like, 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 like. I've got a review coming up on the website of his of his lane, which is very really cool. cool. Yeah. Hang on. All pictures my own. Like it doesn't say all watches his own. All pictures. Okay. Anyway, that's that's really impressive. Yeah. Very that's good cool stuff. Well, and a couple of swatches. Swatch. Yeah. Swatch. Yep. Did did you tell him to put the swatch on? Is that something, <laughs> yeah, something yeah, recent? Is. Something quite recent. <laughs> You've been influencing him. No dear. Yeah. Okay. Does he have any of my brands? I've got a Ming. I, that was one of mine for a little while. Um, that's it, really. No, Mom too pole for his his level. Interesting. Nice. Yeah. Well done. Very nice. Well Thank done, you. Nice. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> well done. Like I did something. The guys just well, done, yeah. <laughs> done a review well. on the website, but no <laughs> credit to Alex. Well yeah. done. Yeah, little credit to you. Yeah. Nice. I'm still sorry. I'm just engrossed in this now. You know, I'll be just ignore me. I'll just flick through these ones and like a few. Hey, that one there looks familiar. Okay. Yeah, okay, cool. Um, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm, yep, good. Right, so we're at the stage where um, we have to um, tell people to go and tell listeners to go and follow Fifth Wrist or go and look at fifthwrist.com, review or watch, follow us on Instagram. Um, what is it on Instagram? Fifth Wrist. Yeah, fifth, the Fifth Wrist or Fifth Wrist. Oh, they'll find us. They'll find us. Don't worry they'll about find us. Um, give us a comment on, on the podcast. Give us a review, right? That's what we need. Good or bad. Probably bad, but... Anyway, whatever. And follow Michael, Woods Watchmaking. And then I'll leave it to someone else to say, follow me, because apparently you don't do that. So yeah. <laughs> a gorilla. He's got a gorilla, this guy. I'm still scrolling through JB still watching. Looking. We can tell. <laughs> do you know I sold my gorilla? Yeah. What, the one okay. you stick the hands back on? Yeah. When I, when I got off Octavio. <laughs> I'll get another one. Anyway, I'm going to get a drifting drift from him. Yeah, okay, what else do we need to do? Oh, Follow, like, thumbs up. Awesome, what's this? Yeah. Sorry, keep going. No, I didn't. Is there an email? I didn't get it, hang on. I feel left I out. One to you. That can't. Feel is left that you? Out. Yeah, oh, that me. looks like it's like, that looks like, a, that picture looks like it's 200 years old. <laughs> I feel left out. Yeah. I feel left out, I didn't get send it, it. Send it to Rob too. It's yeah, like a little, a little little bush ranger or something. Like, <laughs> it's funny, it's, it's like black and white. <laughs> He's happy. It's still yeah. coming up. It looks looks a little bit evil, actually. He's holding a pistol and like, yeah, like he's just shot someone and he's happy about it. Yeah, well, my dad was, he was like all about like, okay, so the, the olden days you had to pull the hammer back. It was like a, a single action. So you had to pull the hammer. Like he was, he wouldn't let me, I was, I'd put the holster on. He'd be like, no, no, you've got to tie it around your thighs. Well, even though it went down to like my knee, this holster, he's like, you need to tie it around your thigh because that's where the proper gunfighters have got it. So I, I would just walk around. Probably affected my my, uh, my walk skeleton, or yeah, probably <laughs> trim as a young age. <laughs> but, um, it looks old, doesn't it? 
I don't know. My system's too slow. Oh, I'll get it. Yeah, I believe you. I believe you. It's okay. It's, um, it's a good one. Did you have boots? Okay, I wear boots. Did you have boots? Put it up on your Instagram, Alex, for everyone to um okay, to, sure. to look at. Yeah. No, we talked about. It. You have to. Yeah. You have to now. Okay. Yeah. Um, um, have you done everything, Rob? You're supposed to do. Uh, I think so. I'm gonna let you do the rest. Um, uh, go and follow Rob. Yeah. Geneva underscore blue I'm underscore. Vespa. My blue Vespa. Yep. Go and follow Michael Woods Watchmaking. I said that already. Go and follow. Um, oh, you said that already. Good job. Go and follow um, Rob's YouTube thing. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Go and check out Michael and Roman's first ever um, podcast, Independent Thinking, which will be up by the time this is up. Which is it's up already, so yeah, definitely yeah. Up. go and check that. Out. Very very <laughs> cool. With Christian Less. Yeah, yeah, very good. Yeah. Email us at contact at fifthrisk.com if you want to join our slack group chat that's what which, i forgot yeah mm. michael how good's the slack group chat oh fantastic <laughs> i love it he's all yeah, over it occasionally i find my way through it and um yeah yeah, yeah. i don't really like it's technology gonna be good. at the best of times but um yeah yeah it's okay hi and yeah, okay, review your watch what? Keep yeah. going. What? review your watch yep review your watch review us on Whatever, iTunes, blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah, and all that. Yeah. Oh, yeah um, can I? Yeah, sorry. There you go. You go. Yeah. Go now. I just realized when you were talking about going along with the security guard before when you were delivering. Watches, <laughs> that was a while ago. Like, <laughs> like an hour. Ago. Yeah, yeah. See, this is what I do. Little little flashbacks and just like, yeah, I'm going to change the subject back oh, to something subconscious. You know, um, I could just picture. Mm. You, you guys know Dodgeball the movie. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. that Rob. Now what? 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 You, you, do you know, the, probably, do you know the movie Dodgeball? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a while ago, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, I can just, um, I can, yeah. I can, for some reason, I just pictured him being like um, on the little ah, uh, yeah, and Michelle going. being on the back. It's like his security guard. <laughs> Michelle, Michelle, Michelle. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. it. That's all I decide. You know, I think his yeah. name was Michelle. Michelle, the guy. Yeah, was it really? Yeah, we have plenty of Michelles. Probably yeah, the same yeah. guy. You click your fingers. Probably the same guy. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Him. Um, yeah. 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 Similar to that. Yes. <laughs> yeah, the mustache. Uh, we're going over two. We're going over two hours. Yeah. I, I, I was going to ask you. I, I, All you have to do is add some alcohol, and yep, that's it. We just keep waffling. I on. still haven't got your. Po- I still haven't got your photo. I want to know if you had cowboy boots on, or not, because I have some perhaps proper proper cowboy boots. You could. You can have. <laughs> I actually had cowboy boots. My dad went to Vegas, and the first time he went to Vegas, he got real thing. These cowboy boots, real, real ones. Yeah. And he, he went. He was so happy with the ones he picked. He was like, "These feel great." And then he went to the the checkout with his girlfriend to get these cowboy boots, and the guy said, "Well done, sir. This is a great choice you've made. These are our best selling orthopedic cowboy boots by far." <laughs> And it just it ruined them for him that the cowboy boots were these orthopedic yeah. ones. But he still he wore them. he wore them all the time. And they were flipping he, comfortable. He lived in this kind of semi uh, semi rough area in Scotland. Every, I guess everywhere in Scotland's yeah. kind of semi rough. But he used to he used to, to stow about in these cowboy boots, a pair of Levi's and like a Hawaii <laughs> Hawaiian shirt. He oh. must have looked a hell of a sight. But he gave me these cowboy boots, and unfortunately. Uh, they were in the boot of my 
ex-wife's car and it got stolen and they, oh. they, they set the car on fire oh. and they they burned up um the, the old orthopedic or maybe they took the orthopedic cowboy <laughs> boots out beforehand and there's, there's somebody in ballarat walking around just now with these i, I, I hope that's what happened actually ballarat. In ballarat. yeah okay Wow. Well, well, since we've got no, we haven't, we haven't gone. We've still got plenty to go here yet. So I got, I bought a pair of cowboy boots too in Texas. And I, when, when my little girl, when she was about two, she came out in one. They come up to her crutch basically, um, in these, you know, these big Tony Lama cowboy boots. And she came out and it's just as if it was just the most natural thing in the world, just looking around, walking around, uh, coming out of the living room. And so my wife and I were just a mess rolling around the floor. And she was like, straight face, no laughing. She was good at that, straight face. Yeah, so that's my, my cowboy boot story. My, I still have those boots. But, I haven't um, got a cowboy yeah. boot story. Oh, next I've week. Got, got you have to come up with a cowboy boot story. I've got, I've got a cowboy hat. It. Is that close enough? I haven't got the hat. Mm, See, I should have no. had that. Mm. No, yeah, that's, um, yeah, sorry. The hat comes I in imagine, here. what are your cowboy boots like, Rob? I imagine they're the ones that have like the 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 metal bit over the the pointy end no no metal bit they're pretty <laughs> tame for a pair of texan cowboy boots i spent a fair bit of time in texas no spurs no um never had much use for spurs on a motorbike my vespa um you could kick michelle, michelle. they had the big <laughs> <laughs> the old horse whip out <laughs> come on okay you need to post a picture of your cowboy boots on um I can probably find them somewhere. Yeah. On, on Instagram, okay. like have your feet up on a on the table next to the microphone with okay. the cowboy boots, and the microphone, and show. Yeah, okay. right. Okay, we'll do. Yes, yeah. boss. Michael. Yeah. Picture your steps. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll yeah, I'll, I'll I'll do that. Yeah. If I don't know, watch, 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 watch making on my um, personal Instagram, maybe. Do I, what? I, do what? I follow your personal Instagram? I don't know. Do you have a personal Instagram? Probably do. What? Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't just have the business one. Ah, you're not fully immersed into. See, I've got the watch regulator. That's me. That's, that's it. It's all. Yeah, that's no, it. I, I, I've got a separate one for business. What? So do I. I. I going to say. No, you, you, you can. You can. I mean, yeah, I have to accept you. It's private, so um, yeah, Michael Wood seventy nine. Oh, I'm, I'm following you. I'm following you. You yeah. are. Yeah. yeah. Of course he is. Yeah, so it'd be pretty boring, but yeah, I'll put a picture of the steps up if you want. Got, okay. Got some magic <laughs> posts now. I'm not. I'm not going to follow your personal one. I can't be bothered. I've got too top following too many people already. If it's too boring, I'm not going to follow. I'm going to follow you, Rob. <laughs> so if you, you, you just hey. need Geneva Blue. Yeah. 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 I do. I do have another one, but I'm not going to tell you what it is. Yeah. Oh, the Twitter guy. <laughs> yeah, I never post. I don't post that much anymore. Though you mentioned it on the one with Adam Craniotis. Cranoites. Yeah, only because we're talking about two doors, probably. Yeah. 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 I can. I mention it occasionally. I just never never post on it or use it. So you've got a personal one. Um, no, not really. No, you, I don't. You don't, I don't have to say it on here. Yeah. I don't have to do personal stuff. No, no, no. I don't. I don't. I don't have to. I don't, I don't do personal stuff. It's just a, one was with my Tudor stuff, yeah. Tudor watches, um, and then one was all the other watches. Yeah. And then I turned the one with all my other watches. I turned it into my company one, and the Tudor one's just still there, languishing away. I post something about it once every couple of weeks, so that's not very exciting. No, yeah, the last post on the Tudor guy was the seventeenth of December, two thousand and nineteen. Well, there you nice. go. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. I'll have to go and post something right now. Find something to post. Yeah. Oh, well, okay. Is that it? We're done? <sighs> Tell people to stay on time and all that? <laughs> uh, uh, Michael, you got anything to add before we, we go? 
No. What is this? Thanks, thanks, for, thanks for inviting me on again. It was, it was a lot of fun. I, didn't, I knew you were like this. Why you invited yourself, didn't you? I'm saying yeah. I'm desperate to get yeah. on our podcast. I was, I was having with you. Gonna let me on. And then, yeah, yeah I was having that, that was yesterday, wasn't it? Uh, yesterday, yeah, I think it was yesterday. Yeah, and then I was like, today yeah. I was like, eh, I don't know, I'm a bit flat. I'm not, I'll get my mind What? I came on and I was like, I don't know if I've got much to say, but it was, it was fun. It was good. We had a drink, had a chat. Yeah, so you, when, yeah, when, I'm, when I'm like that, you've got to get me on the day. I could have had so much more to say yesterday, but anyway. Yeah. Uh. You said plenty today. Okay. Still going, we just <laughs> both go on mute and let him go. <laughs> yeah, we're at two hours twelve. Okay, no, we're going to wrap it. Yeah, we're going to wrap it. Thanks for coming. Stay, stay on time. Yeah, you're saying it wrong. Goodbye from two and a half watchmakers. Um, stay on time. Wrist is by the community for the community. We would love you to join the crew via our group chat on Slack. Email us at contact at fifthwrist.com and join the movement.